Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. I'm starting to believe that that blue chair on the end is never going to be filled again, man. That I was just about to say, that that chair getting some rest it, over there. It really is. It it started off where we were saying he was sick, but the contract stuff is really turning, <laughs> turning, into, <laughs> turning into a holdout for D-Mills, man. My boy really said he know his worth. Yeah, I guess so. Hey, D-Mills, you going to leave us? Where you at, man? You finna do full reviews full time? <laughs> you said ain't done that in a yeah. month. He barely on Discord. I don't even talk to him. Yeah, no. In real life, um, he's still under the weather. He's not feeling gr- good enough to f- to podcast at the end of the day. Uh, so get well soon, D Mills. Got to chat with him a little bit yesterday. He not lying. We we heard it in his voice every thirty seconds. Stay away he's from me. Big old coughs and stuff, and <laughs> just for the quality of the show, we can't have that man D Mills coughing every thirty seconds. So. He decided to stay home. Hopefully, I said this last episode, hopefully we get him on the next one. Uh, but, yeah, get, get well soon, D-Mills. Real Man. quick, got to go through it. Um, we are in the last episodes of December, the year. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how how much of these I'm going to be doing in 2024. <laughs> so let's just keep them rolling while I can remember just because it ain't nothing against the fans or anything. I'll do it whenever I can, but. I'll be kind of finding myself overwhelmed trying to keep up with somebody. Then I'll be feeling bad because I'll be get I'll get a DM and I'll see another one like, hey, my birthday, and it'll be like a month ago. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, I think the best way we could do it is towards the end of the episodes. Like when you're closing out, we have a little outro music. And shout out to boom, birthday, boom, birthdays. Like that. So get to the I end like of the that. episodes. Or a paywall. <laughs> <laughs> 50 cents for a birthday shout out. <laughs> Now, how, how many of y'all that be hitting me up? That shit, I had a real quick. For real. Real quick. No. Um, Evan, happy birthday, brother. Um, happy these birthday, are my Evan. favorites to not respond. So they don't know if I'm saying it. They got to watch. Happy birthday, Evan. Happy birthday to Lejean Ryan. I hope I'm saying that name right. L E J O N. Lejean. Yep. LeBron just out here influencing everything. So <laughs> Lejean Ryan. Yeah, if you was born after 2003, we know where your parents got your name from. Um, shout out to my boy 2K Messiah too. He just sent me a picture. Said he got an idea for a segment slash game. I have I haven't seen that. Young yet. Simba. Yeah, Young Simba. Mm. Um, that's so interesting. Yogi Ferro fan. He said his birthday was on December first. I know you know Yogi Ferro fan from the Happy stream. birthday, Yogi. You know Yogi Ferro fan. Yeah, shout out to Yogi Ferro fan. Okay, so your birthday was December first. Oh, I told you happy birthday. Yeah, I didn't realize it was December first. Oh, my fault. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy, happy birthday. birthday. I'm he ain't tell nobody. It wasn't Austin's birthday. It was Drew's birthday. Oh. <laughs> I don't even know Austin. Really. Uh, Yogi Ferrell fan. When do you lace up the sneakers and put them away? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, Yogi Ferrell's still hooping somewhere. I'm going to check. For sure he is. But like, I just seen them. That's what I know. <laughs> in some league. Um, I want to give a shout out while KB looks that up. I want to give a shout out to Peter Kearns. The reason I'm giving a shout out to Peter Kearns is not because it's his birthday. He was in the 1% of listeners in through the wire. Mm. That is a, that that's a feat. Mm. That is a feat. That, that that's on war Drake numbers. If really, you know what I'm saying? So maybe, maybe that may be a, you know, on war might be in a point two three percent Y'all know who, who Yogi Ferrell plays for? The Shanghai Sharks. The Shanghai I Sharks. knew it was going to be this. <laughs> You probably go crazy over there, though. And well, then I want to give a shout out. To, I want to. I got I a bone to pick with somebody named Joey. Mm. So Joey sends me this DM. I want y'all to tell me what's wrong with this DM. He says, "Yo, Pierre, hope you guys are all feel better soon. Um, thank you, but I never was under the weather. I've been, <laughs> I've been watching the pod from the very start. And used to join your Instagram lives. My name was J something something. Um, 
Anyways, my little brother is a big fan of the pod, and his 13th birthday is Saturday. I know he loses mine for a birthday shout-out, but I know your DMs be crazy, so all good. Appreciate you guys. But what the hell is your little brother name? <laughs> you told me everything <laughs> but the most important thing. So happy birthday. To the 14-year-old, 13-year-old yes. brother of J something something. Yeah. Joey. Little Joey. <laughs> little Joey. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that just pissed him off even more. Now he now he's somewhere mad. And free my boy. MK Slack. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they give you uh, points for writing your name down on your homework. For real, man. I love MK Slap, man. That's my dog. Why you laughing? Because <laughs> that's a real shout-out. MK, MK Slap, that's that boy. We should end every birthday shout-out with, fr- with free somebody. Mm-hmm. Even if they not locked up. They might be on Twitter jail. They might be um, uh, permabank. So free Mike's chat. Yeah, free mind of Reese. Since we on the topic. Free mind of Reese. How do y'all feel? Damn. No, <laughs> keep him like that. Because the shit he, he was, was doing, yes. Yeah, actually. Down said it. Part seven on the timeline. Like, bro, I'm just trying to find Jason Kidd highlights. Um, He's he doing a lot better now, though. Yeah, he is. Um, how do y'all feel about the free? Uh, you've never heard me say free somebody because the people I know that's locked up should be locked up. Okay. <laughs> like MK Schlatt. You think I was wrong for saying free MK Schlatt? I don't know the, the height of the situation. I just know it was like, uh, some dr- a drug case, some weapons. So he had some drugs. They said fentanyl was one of them. I think he's okay where he's at there. And then the other was two ARs. I, I feel you. I, you I said agree. two ARs, two unregistered. I think ARs. Damn. But it was him and a group of people, so mm-hmm. it's hard to say what you know. what I'm saying like, well, his bail was the highest at all of them. <laughs> so he's a celebrity. The ring he's a celebrity of the group. <laughs> You know they be trying to. You know they try to put the big charges on the people. Like Thug, you think Thug was doing them crimes, or you think he's just a big name? I'm not commenting. I'm just asking. He you got though, people everywhere. If you was a detective, would you think that Thug was the one pulling up, or you think he was sitting uh, sending the the, the the play? Equally bad of bad things. I was gonna say, if you're orchestrating <laughs> that shit, you're just as guilty. <laughs> But yeah, I I, I, thug, I always have feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you? I think that shit's goofy. I I really just think it's goofy because like it, it's goes circumstantial. Like obviously, there's times where I think it is like something you should say, and people are locked up like wrong for uh, people are locked up wrongfully. But it's the part is like my what man, it, he got two bodies, so he got all this, but free him, free it him. It has to be. It only has to be wrongfully locked up for you to say free. Nah, nah. If, it, if a motherfucker gets locked up because he sold two dime bags, and it's like, no, nah, free him, bro. Yeah. yeah, there are a lot of people still in jail from like weed cases, exactly. yeah. and now weed is legal. Some so. things, some things, I just shot have an understanding. To, yeah, like crazy shit. I'm not free. No, you done shot seventeen. No, I'm cool. But like some things, some people be product of their environment. Sometimes you're in a circumstantial situation where you grow up in certain environments and you mm-hmm. get. Hold on, up hold on. So you gonna steal my drop the mic? What is what he say? He L- gave he gave us drop the mic last episode, and I went onto Twitter and I oh hey, wow on right hand the god mic. I didn't even think about that you, <laughs> okay, you asked right. that. That's um, okay. But I also we had no basketball that night, and I needed content. Okay, no, so I, I, I put that, that tweet out. Free thug, thief in the night. <laughs> <laughs> and then I made a YouTube video out of it. So I, I would say thank you, but again, I would give very you generic credit. too. It was very generic. What was it again? It was like, what do you want to see? What's going unnoticed in the in the basketball That's world? What can be talked more? I said more? something about it on Twitter too. Uh, <laughs> but I said this was a Micah drop. Oh, okay. The mic. I see, see I didn't it. think about it. They were asking me. Uh, they were saying something about you know I'm the turnover police. De'Aaron Fox had one of those nights, sixteen assists, one turnover, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn it, Career this night. is something 
that doesn't get celebrated enough in the NBA that I should have used for Mike to drop. Mm-hmm. Or drop the mic. Yep. Now I got the well, I guess you can use that still. Um today's drop the mic is what are your biggest pet peeves in basketball? You can also do soft spots too. Okay. Don't always gotta be negative. Okay. I can start with my first pet peeve. Yeah. Um for one I have a couple actually. First it does kind of like it, it kind of blows me when people block the shots when it's like a dead ball. Somebody shooting the ball and somebody goes up to like just not see him let the shot go. And I'm like, it always worries KG. me. Like, yeah, you just come down wrong on your ankle and now you just look, you done for the game. That's my biggest fear. I, I think, I mean, I, I guess we'll never really know. Is there a science to this? Are we proving that like yeah. because I prevented him from seeing that shot go in, he's about to go 0 for 4 for the rest of the night? Like, you know what I'm saying? Nah, Is but there definitely any value think, in doing that? I think it's. Some of your leaders just played basketball before. Seeing that shot go in could definitely like get you going a little bit. I can't relate to that. You'll see a lot of guys before a timeout, they miss like three shots. They'll be like, oh, let me try to get one more. Yep. While I walk back to the huddle. Like, no, no. You know what the worst one was? I don't know if y'all remember this. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook did the most OC shot block. This was he still in OKC at this point? Like for real, he came down as wrong as you could. And luckily he's made out of titanium because mm-hmm. nothing happened. But like that was a situation that if he would have got injured because he blocked one shot, somebody else got it and tried to do it again and he blocked that one, but his hand got caught in the rim and he landed all yes. awkwardly. It's like, bro, just I'm I'm okay if Mike see a shot go in as long as my career continues for to real, go. Bro. Like that's okay. That's uh-huh. my biggest fear is that somebody is going to come down wrong. Another pet peeve of mine, and it's, I guess like p- players start doing a little bit more recently now is when you're rolling the ball up the court and trying to like save clock or whatever, and the defense is just watching him. Yeah. Like, go get him. Why are you letting them dictate what, like, what they want to the do? At that. The opposite of that is what b- bothers me. Because Chris Paul has done it a few times. I don't know if he's done it much this year where we're up by six, running clock, the shot clock doesn't start until I touch the ball. Right. So I'm going to just let it sit here. You're going to have to make me start the shot clock because the rest of the time is going out. <laughs> Job Moran did that shit and took like 23 seconds off the shot yes, clock. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that. It's like, in those cases, in those cases, I think that's actually smart. That's why I said no, the I defense mean from has. The other team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 100%. Are you do the de- this for? <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, a pet peeve of mine is like, I think we might have talked about this on the show. The mismatched shoes thing is becoming an epidemic. I hate yeah. it. It used to be basically just Javon. That's his swag, whatever, whatever. It is now turned into the DeAndre Aiden, Jaden, uh, not Jaden McDaniels, uh, Jalen Williams. Um, uh, Giannis did it a little while ago. Did he? Yes, and 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 sometimes it is like my this collective shoe has different colors, right? Oh yeah, yeah. But some, but most of the time it's like I got two pair of carry ones, one of them green and one of them white, and I'm gonna wear them at the same time. He did that in EJ game like a couple days ago. Disgusted. Me. It's just bad, man. Disgusted me. Um, somebody else recently did it too. We're like now because I've expressed it on the podcast and um and on YouTube that when it happens and I'm not watching the game, people tweet at me the picture like, "I'll add this to the list." Hi, so how do you feel about people when they do that in real life? Oh, just not in basketball. It's like always have, disgusting. It's they never have gonna be anything about like reverse cool. threes. Yeah, I saw a dude with a pair of uh, uh, Raging Bull fives and then the white alternative version. Of yeah, those. that's what I say. The, Bro, it's okay. The reversing alternatives is crazy. You can get off two it. different fits. Just you know what I'm saying. You don't need to showcase I think I did that, that you have once two in my lifetime. Were you 12? Because mm. that's the only time it's like okay. Mm, I might have been. That. I might have been somewhere in middle school. Eh, I had to be past high school. Pat, so you're an adult. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, for actually, you. I, I really don't. I remember nah, I did. Are, I remember I had two pairs of twos. I was about to say, what shoes you have? I had, I had, uh, I had the black twos and I had the white twos. They just, they were the same color. It's hey, just, Mike, bogus as hell. Bogus as hell. 
Because hey, first of all, they two. I got. Some, <laughs> hey, I just got. I got some numbers that day though. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck hey, do you? No, he did. Do you? Um, but that's that's one. But that's like not even really basketball. That's like optically. That don't affect nothing. It's mm-hmm. just like me being an ass. Pet peeve. This shit. Bro, oh, man. I was saying when I oh, wrote this question, I was like, D Mills, if D Mills is here, that would immediately came to his man. Yeah. Because first quarter, second play of the game, we not reviewing it. Get back on defense. Just get back. Mm-hmm. And I hate when a player kind of fuck up and they just, they don't know what to do, so they just talk to the ref. Jason yeah. Tatum did it yesterday. Like at the end of the game, the game was basically over. He like, no, like Tatum, you, you, you so got Sabonis did it pick. yesterday too, where Valanciunas scored on him, but in the process of Val scoring, Sabonis so is not defending him. He's looking he was at talking the ref. To the ref. What, about his hand? He was talking. Uh, well, seconds. his hands was hurting, oh. but he was talking about Val being there for three seconds. Uh, but like, he's actively he has the ball still. Like, you can prevent him from scoring. Who just did yeah. that too? Malik was that Malik Beasley? Instead of contesting, yeah, he was looking. Three, he was pointing Jeremy at Grant. Jeremy Grant. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, any I think not any talking to the ref because I think it holds his value. Where like, man, you got to look out for this because he's doing that. And I think, but like when it's overboard or it is taking a player out of the play, that that is something. If Derek was here, I know he would say bad two for once because mm-hmm. uh, I remember him expressing that a couple episodes ago. I just seen that in the game a while ago. Some like a team took a went for a two for one, and it went like the wrongest way it could. Like first of all. The other team came down and hit a shot. It's like 35 seconds left. They're like, you know what? Let's go for our two for one. Took a terrible shot. The other team got in transition, scored again, and they got a bad shot on the other end. I'm like, you gave up five points. You just gave up five points and then get none. Now you're going into halftime. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to throw a team under the bridge. Detroit Pistons have had some of the worst two for ones that I've seen this season. A lot of it ends up being Killian Hayes step back three or Killian Hayes contested floater. And it's like, I'm okay with it not being a two for one. How about we just get a basket? Can we can we run some set that gets an open look that's worth? I don't any think value? there's anything more important than closing out a quarter, really. Yeah, whether you're down or up. So I'm thinking some more because I feel like there's a lot of things we can beat. Hey, ugly about. jersey numbers. Like why why why, why mm-hmm. is anybody wearing like that number twenty eight or twenty nine? I see that. Like why 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 are we doing that? I see that. Why 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 are we doing? What is what are your like soft spots? I guess you would say. Um, honestly, uh, I love a a nice floater, a floater, just a floater, contested or not, get into the lane, two feet in, throwing it up, and it going in. You know my answer. What? The midi. The midi. The midi. The pretty midi. Titties and middies. I guess uh, this don't really have to do with like encore stuff, but during uh what was it the king the king's game last night with the pelicans i felt that or the same same way you are when you're like in a real stadium or whatever how it'd be like when they we were at the nuggets game it'd be like mpj for three and the crowd's all into it like i had my tv loud as hell every time keegan Moore had a bucket it's keegan Mur- yeah. and it's like the crowd like i love that type of shit so yeah, yeah i feel like i love two sleeves two sleeves mm-hmm. i love the little sleeve like that that Shea wears that like it don't go up to the arm but it goes to like the elbow mm-hmm. i like that but i like one player j-dub used to wear two sleeves tyson chandler used to wear two sleeves russell westbrook is a two-sleeve guy who else is a two all optics too not real much really much value especially to a, a third uh what is that called a, a third sleeve right with just this part of your body that doesn't hold anything you know what i'm saying it's literally just for optics you yeah, like the one i want on course swag that's what it is that's what okay yeah. shay is saying yeah which Respect. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a fashion icon, at least in NBA terms. Um, I also like to see coaches make like a halftime adjustment. I was just about to say that. 
Like yeah. I get up, I get, I, I feel really good when I see some team do something differently after a timeout or after a halftime thing. And when we saw that last night um, in the first in season tournament game, which I, get, I guess we'll get to in Asian a minute. Because um, there's so many good coaches. And it's so many well different ways. It, okay. Uh, we had the season well. tournament. Quarterfinals uh, started yesterday. We saw the first game of Boston Celtics versus Indiana Pacers. Then we saw Kings versus Pelicans. Um, amazing thing, by the way. Both both games had its own thing. Obviously, game number two wasn't as intense as game number one, but it was fun. Uh, I think Adam Silver and company cooked with this one. Like, the in-season tournament is as good as you can imagine. The one thing that I'm a little bit skeptical about coming up soon is because the home crowd of Indiana was so damn electric, and though the Kings didn't end up winning, their home crowd was so good. Once we get past the quarterfinals and we get to semifinals and it's in Vegas, you're not going to have that in-arena feel because it's going to be it's a neutral site. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure there are going to be some Pacers Some of the league be rocking. It do. Yeah, but not in the sense that like— You're not going to have all the diehards exactly, fly out to Vegas. Sure. Exactly. Uh, sure. Rick Carlisle was talking about after the game, like how intense the crowd was. And he's like, man, there's no doubt that that played into effect of like some of the shots that went down for us. Like the four-point play, he was dedicating some of that to like, man, I got to give credit to some of the crowds. They had our back. You know? Shit. They ain't had nothing to do with the crowd. That was yeah. pure Tyree. luck. Was Tyree. Oh, that was pure luck. luck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was luck, bro. That was Did luck. You see the shot? He was throwing up shots like, bro. He hit another three like that, where it's literally just that quick ass flick, like that quick ass man. Flick. He already got a crazy release. This shot was nothing like his crazy release. He threw the, He threw it up with one second left and got fouled. I feel. What, I, I see what Mike's saying. You, yeah, it's hard. You don't want to call no shot luck, but I mean, damn. You do. Uh, it's as lucky as a shot. You don't you win. Shoot in that yeah, nobody wins without getting a little lucky. For sure. For sure. Luck plays a big part in sports. Um, <clears throat> but the only, only way I can see a feeling like that, and I'm going to say this, but I hate saying it, is if the Lakers are in Vegas. Because Lakers fans try. Lakers fans are all yeah, over the world. Like, it's not a bad at, trip. If you look at all of the other teams that are in it, the Lakers have the one of the closest proximities. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Phoenix, too, has a pretty good proximity. Mm-hmm. But Lakers have one of the biggest cro- proximities and the biggest fan bases, too. Mm-hmm. Like Even when we're in Summer League, the Lakers play a Summer League game. If It doesn't feel much the like Knicks, a Summer League. You know the Knicks going to pull up. We're going to be there. Uh, well, we're going to pull up. I guess up. we'll see today. We're going to pull up. I guess we'll see today. Based off yesterday, anything is possible. Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. It ain't like and the, you know the Bucks can't stop shit, bro. I was thinking. And Brunson like, had fifty against them the last time. You say who? Brunson. He he, got, he had like he forty. A, I think he did have an L too. But I was thinking to myself, like, man, Tyrese Halliburton. It he probably like <laughs> after going from Drew Holiday and Derek White, and now he got Malik Beasley and Dame, Damian Lillard probably trying to like kind of keep up keep up with him. I'm man, like, he done already eliminated y'all. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway, it goes. They're not gonna have the same defenders as Drew Holiday and sure. and, and, and um Derek White. The but game was incredible though. The first half, the first half was crazy because I, I like what you said about the adjustments. Because I was like, man, it's so much space. Y'all got to kind of crowd up this paint because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were walking to the paint, mm-hmm. and you got like the size was a, a thing. But man, like Al Horford, and I don't even think he hit a three. And I went, I was like, man, you give him a little space or a little cushion. I think he beat him all. Uh, Al Horford got to the rim and beat somebody off the dribble like one time. But I was like, you got to eventually take some away because you're just giving up layups at this point. But, you know, Al Horford, that, that's the intriguing part about him and Porzingis. They do space the floor. They do. They, they get, do have to be respected. But I do agree with you. That's going to be something that a lot of teams going to have to uh, figure out what they want to give up because Tatum and Brown had 30. They both they did, prevailed. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean. And a lot of that in the first half was like, 
it felt like a playoff game because the scheme for Joe Missoula is to get Tyrese Halliburton guarding Jason Taylor yep. or get him guarding Jalen Brown, and they let him cook. I mean, Tyrese cannot hold his own. Against, I mean, it's hard to. Those are two of the better offensive players in the league. But just in general, this was like a question a lot of people had about the Pacers. Obviously, the defense is a big thing for them. They're one of the worst defenses in basketball. But specifically, if we get to a seven-game series or win-and-go-home scenario, we're going to see opposing coaches try to pick out on Tyrese because he's thinner and he doesn't defend as well as the other people on the court. Uh, and in the first half, you got that. And in the second half, not saying they got away from it, but Rick Carlisle made some adjustments where, like, they were fighting against the switch every time. And yep. it did happen, right? It did happen a bunch. And I think that Tyrese did eventually hold his own towards the second half. But, like, you saw that Rick Carlisle made the adjustment. It was like, damn, they're killing Tyrese. We need to prevent them from getting that switch as much as possible. And they did that in the second half. And then in a post-game interview, Tyrese mentioned that, like, he, he – he owned up to it like, man, they were killing me and they were cooking me in the first half. And then he said, like, I couldn't breathe. I had to go hit an inhaler or whatever, whatever. And then the second half, it was a lot better. But I think that – I don't know if – it might have been a combination of the Celtics getting away from it and then the Indiana Pacers I thought they, adjusting. I, I thought it was – the defense intensity definitely picked up for sure. I mm-hmm. thought it was more so like, yeah, they, they were kind of taking away driving lanes, like just kind of showing a little bit more help, I felt like. And they were giving up a little bit more threes. And they honestly – the Celtics kind of just missed them. You know, Derek White thing went like two for nine. Uh, Jalen Brown didn't really hit threes so late. And I felt like that kind of gave them that momentum because they got the stops. And Tyrese said, like, once we get stops, like, nobody wants to run with us. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the most important thing is just, like, you got to learn how to get stops down the stretch. Because if you can put up those points, you can win almost any game. Yeah, You just got to find out how to get stops. Yeah, they went on, what, a 9-0 run towards the end of the fourth quarter. That was huge. They got a couple big stops. Mm-hmm. Buddy um, Aaron Neesmith in the fourth quarter had what, sure. 12, 14 points 11 or so? Points, 11 yeah. points. Um, it, it was – the interesting thing is in both games – Yeah, they come with it against his old team. It's facts. Um, that charge was crazy. Too. And then I think the last three minutes in that third was like – it felt like the Pacers just took a tie. Because I don't even think Tyrese was on the floor. This is when TJ McConnell was in. Mm-hmm. And he had the little up and under layup against yeah. uh, Luke yeah. Cornette and everything yeah. like that. So it's like – you felt the momentum switching to the Pacers. Buddy healed as the seconds were were um in the first half, they came in for Tyrese and I felt like they was letting the game go a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting to see. Um Buddy Hill took the shot. With zero seconds left, he hit the shot to make it a 10-point game. And then in the second game, Najee Marshall also took a shot at the and end of he it. He missed though. I wonder if they did that out of like Fuck them. Well, did they really think about, like, the point differential might matter still or something? I, thought, I, can, I, I can see Buddy Hill just not knowing the fucking rules. Yeah, I thought not, Buddy Buddy looked around like he wanted somebody to give him that approval, but he just took he it. Just he would have looked like a jackass if he just missed it. Yeah, I mean, Marshall, Najee Marshall missed it. Yeah. <laughs> and Malik Monk was talking. They was talking. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if he was like, man, shoot this shit. I don't get no damn blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> but they was definitely going back and forth, and then he shot it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, Tatum looked at um, Buddy and, and, like, pointed at him after he hit the shot. It's like, I don't know if that means we going to bust y'all last next time or whatever. Uh, and I don't that know. That shit if, don't hurt nobody, man. It don't. It don't. But remember, last time they played against each other, the Celtics won by 50. 50. <laughs> they won by 50. Halliburton um, didn't play. He did not play, but 50 is still 50. And Porzingis played, right? Yes, and Porzingis did not play in this one, which I think mattered a bunch when you got down to it. Just because they were a little bit void of, of talent coming off the bench. Like, Sam Hauser was as good as you can get Bro, off the bench. I'm need to be in a three-point gun to something, he right? He, he, he do. His defense is a little bit, um, maybe not underrated, but under looked at. I think that we see that, like, white shooter, 
and just immediately believe that he's not a good <laughs> defender. <laughs> he, he was holding his own. You know, he was holding his own. He has been all season long. But, like, they didn't get much production from Peyton Pritchard. If any, like, he wasn't very good. Uh, Delano Banton ended up playing minutes. I was surprised to see him out. I'm like, yeah, oh, I was, too. Um, and then who else? Luke Cornette. Luke Cornette got some offensive boards and kicked it out for some some shots and stuff. But for the most part, um, they're missing Porzingis. You know, they had to empty out the bench a little bit more. But we did see both teams end up playing their stars, like, 35 minutes plus. Which made me think that both teams really care, really care, and that was one of the questions, right? How do we get the players to care? Half a million dollars is really not nothing. You look at that Pacers roster, look at their salary cap. Half a million dollars mean a lot to a lot of these players, and you could tell. Like, Aaron Neesmith, Aaron Neesmith yeah. want that bad. Yeah. Um, who, Andrew Nimhard. Let me let me look. Andrew Nimhard was a second round player. Half a million, damn, to his whole salary. Mm-hmm. You know, Benedict so Mathurin. well, yeah, yeah, some big buckets last night. You Shout know who to, played to really, really, really well? Who? Brucey B. He did. Yeah. He did. You know, that was one of the, uh, like, bro, from, like, especially because that was a national televised game, I felt like that was really cool because a lot of things he was doing in the Nuggets playoffs where he was getting the rebound, taking the coast cut, he was doing that in that game, too. Yeah. And he got to show, like, he could still do that and, re- and produce the same. Yeah. Half a million dollars is one-third uh, one fourth of what Nimhard is making on this entire year. This is pre-tax everything, obviously. Uh, ben Shepard, Ijax, Jordan Ward. These are all players making three million dollars or less on the roster. And then, like even Tyrese Halliburton, who's signed his max extension, he's only making only making five million dollars this year. So, like that half a million means a lot. Um, this was the second time that Tyrese has ever been on national TV playing basketball. First time Crazy. as a as a Pacer, and you could tell that they went they went for it. And the NBA slash Adam Silver needs to be sending all of them little money under the table because they made it feel like a playoff game. Yeah, uh, today's today's matchup got high expectations. For real. The Knicks and Bucks. But those are two teams that have been to the playoffs multiple times. One of them has won a championship. So I wonder if they're going to have that same fire because, again, the Pacers have no experience playoff-wise in this uh, current regime. So it's like this is our playoffs for a lot of them. It is. It is. I'm glad you said that too because I think – Rick Carlisle was basically calling it the playoffs too. And you get that type of feel because right out the gate, it's that energy, it's that energy. And I also like the fact that it's just like nobody wants to lose that game. You know, nobody wants to be that that team or person. So it felt everybody like playoff basketball it. for sure. You see, I, I ain't even put no text in. Are we running? Are we running? I'm like, I'm watching this shit. Watching like, yeah. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in this. Yeah, t- tomorrow, I guess today, you got four teams that have been there a lot and championship appearance like Knicks obviously no championship appearance recently but made the playoffs multiple years Bucks have a championship the Suns have a championship appearance and then the Lakers have a championship recently like man they might be like not saying fuck it but they might not look at it the same way that's two of the uh, I guess three of the other teams the Boston Celtics are the only team from last night with like real real experience Uh, the Pelicans have made the playoffs maybe once or twice in this regime and the Kings just made it last year so it's like younger teams yesterday the older teams today we'll see if they hold up um, let's go to the Pelicans versus Kings. Pelicans end up winning 127 to 117. Um, again, wasn't as intense or as close as the last one, but still saw we saw a lot of cool stuff uh, from the Pelicans. Again, this is this is now the version of the Pelicans that I'm expecting to see because they're completely healthy for the first time. Um, Trey Murphy, the third finally is in the rotation. He's not playing back to backs or anything, but in the two games he played, he's gave them good production. They're two and zero. They are so deep at the moment. They're like, we're watching this game in discord. I'm like, man, Jordan Hawkins has not played. And he was a guy that was getting 30 minutes a night, like a week ago. Um, and it's just, it's just different. They have depth. Jose's back. CJ's back. Trey is back. And we had a game last night where Zion ended up with 10 total points. 
Didn't matter. Yeah, that's what I was more so thinking about. Not that Jordan Hawkins not playing, but it was more. It was like, damn, they deep enough to where and they have enough talent to where Zion can only. This is actually like two games. The second, uh, the game prior to that, it's not like he had no 25, 30 point game. I think he had a little bit more of a facilitating game yes, and everything like that. That was against the Spurs. Same, the same thing here, where it's more so like he's being. I guess a quote unquote decoy kind of thing. He's letting. Well, he's seen a lot of double Dude, teams he like too. It though, because you know he got to find. What was he saying? I got to find my role. Oh yeah, I got. I mean, as long I'm as you win, and I don't think you get. I don't think you get mad as long as you win. I think you're a part of it. Way. But yeah, the the their way that they came in and the defense too. If Herb Jones is defending like that and he's also coming out and scoring, he that's like yeah, he another problem you got to deal with. Like a motherfucker yesterday, Jose um, Alvarado came in, hit some shots. He had his little Grand Theft Auto steal. You know. It's coming together. I definitely wish Jordan Hawkins could get more minutes. I think what he does, they need. There was some times out there where I was kind of like, eh. Like, like Dyson Daniels came in, and they were trying to get a post-entry to Zion, and the Kings wasn't, like, respecting Dyson Daniels, right. so he couldn't really get the look that he was trying to look, trying to get. Um, I love Brandon Ingram's game last night. Yep. I, I want to see more of that Brandon Ingram. I think when he's playing like that, this team is – at a high level, but yeah, um, they're they're rocking and rolling. This is the Pelicans that we know them to be, or that we expect. So hopefully they can continue to put it together. Um, but it is unfortunate that everybody came back at once, and now my boy Jordan Hawkins kind of <laughs> lost the in the sauce. Yeah. You know, CJ, Trey, Jose, um, and then it's like also what I don't like for this team is like they came back and then Larry Nance went down. Like yeah, it's yeah. like if it ain't one thing, it's another. So um, hopefully they can they can find a little stretch here for their fans because I know their fans are sick and tired of having somebody out. But um, yeah, they got a lot of depth and they're missing Larry Nance and still got depth. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see where they fall or what type of stride they take because this team could rattle off a quick seven. Mm-hmm. You know it. But I just want to see them form an identity. I still don't know what their identity is as a team mm-hmm. and what they're going to hang their hat on if they do become a playoff team. Like, you know certainty. Like, the Pacers, we're trying to outscore you. Um, you know, you got other teams that are trying to grind, be gritty and grimy, like the Knicks and the Heat. The Knicks and the Heat played against each other. It was like 100 to 93. Like, just straight, uh, just, just dogging, you know. So I, I'm still trying to figure out. What identity are they going to have as a, as a full blown unit out they, there in New Orleans? Based on what they do now, I'm not saying this is their identity or this should be their identity, but they're towards the top of the league as far as like drives per game. With with like Zion is top five, and then mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram last time I checked was like 15th in the league. Um, so they get to the basket a ton. How does that translate to like again playoff basketball and stuff? Because they have not lack of shooting, but compared to some of their 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 peers mm-hmm. a little bit less. I think they were uh, they mentioned during the, during the game that they were one of the top teams in deflections too. So they like to get out. Oh, run. Dyson Daniels had a play yesterday where they were trying to post entry to to probably Sabonis or something. I don't really remember. But um De'Aaron Fox was trying to throw the entry pass, but he threw such a lackadaisical pass and this was one of the few minutes with Di- Dyson Daniels on the floor and Dyson just you know, he leads the league in deflections right now. He mm-hmm. just give me that, you know. And when you were able to put mm-hmm. Dyson Daniels on the floor with Herb Jones, it's, it's hard. Brandon Ingram ain't known to be some like shutdown defender, but you got to respect his length. Mm-hmm. I can see how you can lead the league in deflections. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The what the if, moment that Dyson Daniels can take a jump shot confidently and Trey go Murphy's in, another long guy. Whew. Say what? It, the moment Dyson Daniels can like get his jump shot going because he has all defensive like potential. Hell yeah. Um, but obviously you saw like yesterday he can only play six minutes at sometimes because they they don't trust him offensively much, but. 
he's he's got a lot. And I wonder I'm not a team consolidation because again, this is a team that struggles with injuries, so you want to have that depth just in case. But they have so many players that's just sitting around. It's like, am I gonna get my chance? Am I you know You have to think about it. Somebody said it uh, a dude was saying, man, Pete don't never say nothing about the Pelicans. He hating on the Pelicans. I'm like, it's y'all got so many players. Like it's hard to not think about that. It ain't hating, but it's like it's a natural thing. It's like Y'all haven't played to the potential that a lot of people think y'all can or could. You got a, a lot of young talent, a lot of young depth. So automatically it's like, do y'all have something to make a move to put y'all over the top of where y'all trying to be? That's not hating. It's just the, the fucking facts. How do y'all feel about um, playmaking by committee? <laughs> because this is a team that doesn't have a bona fide playmaker. Like CJ was great yesterday. Z, uh, Z was great playmaking. Brandon Ingram, obviously. These are guys that are above average playmakers, but they don't have – a guy that you look at as a table set. I think it's essential for them. Well, at least because um, the way they had a lot of the ball movement is because Zion would start off with it. He would see two people. And I felt like that was a coaching thing where it's like, if you see it, wait for it a little bit and then just swing the ball. And you've seen a lot of times he got to the to the corner and it was an open shot. Or I think CJ had a – he got a shot, did a little one dribble pull up. And it's like those are things you just create off that ball movement. I'm not against it, but I definitely think it may be something that shows a lot more – playoff basketball so um hopefully they can make the playoffs and we get a full you know view of it mm-hmm. um but yeah imagine chris paul with this team you know what I'm saying? he would be able to get this team a lot organized besides the fact that he once played that before you know yeah. what i'm saying but yeah i think that was yesteryear when he did that what when he played there yeah right that's what players normally do deshaun jackson is retiring with the eagles that was so long ago mm-hmm. it's like you know is that recent? Like he just retired with the Eagles? He's retiring. Mm. Like maybe what is it this Sunday or some shit? Shout out to him. I think. I mean, I don't know. But I, take, I got highlights in my mind going. Any takeaways from the King? I felt like they played pretty good. It's just they couldn't really get stops down the stretch. But Sabonis had a really good game. De'Aaron Fox turned it up. Malik Monk was turning up. Yeah. Malik I, Monk is he's a, he's a fucking dog. <laughs> they turned the ball over way too much. Yeah, that's a, yeah. First six minutes of the game, they were rolling. Then after that, that's when the second unit came in for the Pelicans, Najee Marshall, Trey Murphy the third, and, and and so on. They were talking about him fighting? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, they turned the ball over way too much. I think that at halftime, De'Aaron Fox himself had like six, and that's halftime. Um, and then in the second half, it didn't change. The, the first two possessions, I believe, out of halftime, one of them ended in a bad shot and the other one ended in a turnover. So I think that you're not just going to win many games if you're turning the ball over as much as they did, especially if your shot is not falling normally. Like, you can't have both of those things happen at the same time and expect to win a basketball That's game. what teams who play fast have a trouble with, yeah. how to be under control while playing fast. Who who coached the Pelicans recently, Like. Um, Alvin Gentry. Did you watch the game yesterday? Yeah, Stan Van Gundy. Oh, uh. because I was Stan Van Gundy was talking about Najee Marshall, mm-hmm. and I asked him, "I'm like, did he coach the Pelicans?" Because well, like, he was oh, when, when he was talking about like the game totally changed with Najee Marshall, and I think he's like Jose Alvarado came in the game. No, it was a little bit after he did say, but it was a little bit after that when he was like Najee Marshall, you don't want to play with, he'll fight, do all this. Like, oh, I didn't <laughs> hear that part. Um, but I'm like, I know he coached them, but I'm like, when did he? Did he coach like Brandon Ingram and them? And we couldn't. They, they was like, yeah, he did. He did. Remember he tried to make Lonzo a three and D wing? Oh yeah. But yeah, he only coached them for that eight months. Yeah. Got a bag and got out. Can respect it. Sound like somebody that may, you know, that may be happening across the water from us. 
supposed to Who? order from us? Detroit, Monty Williams. Oh, I'm like, why? Well, I was thinking like he, somebody in England, <laughs> across the water. I'm, th- <laughs> I'm thinking across the pond, like the big pond, nah, you know, nah, the big pond. Michigan. Uh, no, nah, Detroit can't do that. They can't do it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't think they can, but shit, they may have to. Because <laughs> I look at that schedule and I'm like, man, if they don't win tomorrow against the Grizzlies. Yeah, they not winning tomorrow against the Grizzlies. <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you. Desmond Bain got an easy third. The Grizzlies been playing decent basketball recently. Decent basketball. Beat the Mavericks, for but that you know what? This Anybody is gonna sound stupid because they're 17 and lose. I think the Pistons have been playing decent basketball the last two to three games. There you go. I guess if you, I think that's enough credit right if there. If you compare them. to they got to win the game. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying they they've been that, in games. Yo, I said this in. On the heliocentric, this is something I'm watching closely. Usually when teams suck, I'm just like, oh, they suck, and I just move on. I'm watching this like a Hulk. I got to see. If they go too much without getting a win, I need to see something crazy happen. I need to – the lead need to step in and say, hey, owner, you got to sell the team. That, that Bro, okay, so that's a very good – because somebody asked me that. Um, I do a segment on my podcast called Ask KB, and this is one of the questions that I didn't – I, I screenshot it for next episode in case they didn't win, but we'll bring it up now. I'd scrap it for my episode. That was like, is there a moment in time where the league should step in when things are going too bad? For reference, they have before during the Philadelphia 76er era of the tanking. They got rid of – oh, man, I, I need to fact check. But, like, Colangelo was involved somehow. Whether he was appointed by the NBA or taken out from the NBA, Colangelo was a part of it. When when things Sammy. were going really really bad, mm-hmm. at what point in the Detroit Pistons but was something wait, 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 similar wait, 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 wait. Did they step in because of that? Remember the leaked tweets? And all I that? do. I do remember that the leaked tweets and stuff. Um, so did yeah. that have something to do with it? Like you I know? seen, I seen the report. Um, it was from Free P. It was from what Duncan Central said, but sources say Pistons. Pistons brass is reluctant to hit the panic button, meaning a sweeping front office change looks unlikely for now. With three with three fourths of the season remaining, there's time for the roster to still gel. Fortunes to turn. They also talked about Bogdanovich's return. Just how things could kind of change up still. That's a lie. The lie is the season can't go uphill. I'm sorry, everybody. In, everybody in that locker room was defeated. And I'm not. I'm not here to say impossible. You know, it's impossible. A month of losing that shit gonna hurt, bro. The first month, Mike. <laughs> the first month is where you have the optimistic viewpoint of man. We could be special, like yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be able to come in there. And you got. You're not supposed to feel this defeated until the end of December, where it's like, oh shit, okay, yeah, we do suck. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, they ain't even got the. They couldn't go five games into the season with feeling like, man, we, we yeah, let's go. Do you remember the podcast episode, the first three games? We like J- Jalen Duran looks like a monster and, and so on. That shit died down so fast. Dog, this has been so bad that we don't talk about the fact that the Spurs won <laughs> one game in November. They almost had a no-win November, too. They yeah. won November 2nd and lost every other game in November. That shit did not help when everybody like knew the Wizards-Spurs or the Wizards-Pistons game was going on. It's like, somebody got to win this game, and you end up losing that I game, I literally too. said, all I said that is somebody was like, have to win a game, but if somebody lose nasty, that's when I said they needed to step in. Yeah. If one of those teams got dubbed, convincingly, somebody, and then boom. The pisses got dubbed at home. Somebody called it the Aster Class instead of Master Class. Damn. Those two ga- teams going against each other. But, yeah, I definitely think somebody should step in. So here, here's what happened because I just Googled it. 
um, Adam Silver forced the 76ers ownership to hire a traditional NBA man to oversee Hinky. It was obvious. Um, and it was, oh, this is an opinion piece. Never mind. Somebody saying it was pathetic. <laughs> okay. Um, talking about Silver being passive aggressive, passive aggressive and everything. Um, but yeah, the NBA stepped in and said, Hey, you can't keep losing uh, uh, 70 games every year. You got to hire somebody to give the that fans worth cool, something. bro. That shit, I mean, it's that's, a business at the end of the day, and it's like you putting out a fucking, you putting out a bad product. I don't mind product the seventy six er one because they got Joel and B. They had a plan, and they they now them being bad, it's not even something we even think about, right? They've been so good consistently. The Pistons have had one, again. I'm gonna keep saying it: one above five hundred seasons since two thousand eight. Let's make let's make it even. Let's break it down even more. Uh huh. The last thirteen years, eight of those seasons. 50-plus losses. Yep. They're on their way to making a nine. Oh, the ninth that year. shit is stamped. That We might as well get them 50 lo- losses right 50 now. 50-plus losses in eight of the last, that's majority, more than half. Mm-hmm. And 50 is just at, at the least. They've had 65 losses in a season. Like, this is this is a disgrace. And and I, I think it's bad for basketball because the league is so balanced, it's so talented, so much parity. Um and what a lot of people don't really understand, especially young people who may watch this podcast, because they're still young. When you have a sports team as a city and as a community, a lot goes into that. You know that they're trying to make a bear stadium, right? Mm-hmm. How much money do you think they need for that to happen? <sighs> Got to be close to like probably eight figures, nine figures. Just give me a, a guess. A number. 500 mil. Not even close. Five billion dollars, Mike. Yeah. Five billion dollars. I ain't used to that type of and money. And as a Chicago yeah. as a Chicagoan True. who lives here, why are we putting five billion dollars into a team that none of us have felt the need to go? No, I Googled it yesterday when I did my podcast. Five billion dollars, man. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> five billion. Why would I why, why why would we do that? And that's just for the arena. We're not talking about where they go practice. Yeah. That's a lot of money being invested in just in where you play. Because the taxpayers are paying for that so 95% it's like, of the time. What are we, what are, so when you see a team like that not have a win in the first month, and then you, not to mention that people, you know, you got people who support the team. They go out. People are going to work, trying to buy tickets for their kids to go and all this extra shit. And then you, this is the type of, no, man, that ain't, that to me, that's not cool when you dive even deeper. That shit is not, that shit ain't it, man. So I, I definitely feel like. There has to be some time or some point when you step in. If you're just a bad basketball team and you losing, cool. 17 games in a, in, in a row, I, I, it's hard for me to believe that that, you know what I'm saying? No, it ain't like Cade is out. Jay not, you know what I'm saying? We've seen so they bad had a higher basketball. win percentage when Cade was out last year. Disgusting. And then you're trying to sell you. And, they fit, and then that's the part that I, I really don't like. When people insult other people's intelligence or my intelligence, I think that's when it's the worst. You just read something, man, because you know Bogdanovich coming back. So, the fuck does that mean? Bogdanovich coming back? <laughs> they huh? always won that last game. Was that against the Knicks? No, that was against the Cavaliers. But before that, was, was the Knicks? As that well. was Bogdanovich's first game, and they were in that game. I was like, oh, I can't wait to get off this Bogdanovich tweet. And he was getting just some easy buckets. So he yeah. had some threes. He had a nice little layup in there. Yeah, but no, nah, like they need that offensive scoring punch. Listen, it's, it's really a disgrace. Um, we talk about how much, like you mentioned, parity in the NBA, which is facts. But part of the reason why there's parity in the NBA is because the teams that are at the bottom are disgustingly, disgustingly bad. Whereas, like. 
I think going into the season, a lot of us was like, man, ain't no off nights. Shit. Go to Detroit. Go to San Antonio. Go to Chicago if Zach Levine is playing. Go to Washington. Go to Washington. Go to Memphis. Go to Charlotte. Who playing better? But, like, there are teams towards the bottom that make it that the top 22 teams have parity because those bottom eight are just so and damn And coming bad. into this season, I was definitely in my mind, like, it's, for as long as I've been an NBA fan, it's just always been usually, like, it's always been a common theme. Like, first, it was, like, the West is better than the East. And it was also just, like, the bottom feeder teams, they were usually the same teams, and they were at the bottom every time. I was like, man, I'm excited to have them. They're 26 to 20-whatever team. Obviously, they can't all make it. Yep. But to have them all competing and trying, like, that's just good for basketball at that point. Yeah, and I think that, again, Adam Silver has done as much as he can at the moment to counter that by putting the end-season tournament in. Like, there were times last, let's say, three years ago where if you were at the all-stop break and you were the 10th seed, you're like, I'd rather have lottery odds than compete. Mm-hmm. And now it's not the case. Um, so Adam Silver and them have done some cool stuff, but there's, I think there's still a lot to be done. Um, when I, and when I mention those bottom-tier teams being as bad as they are, I mean, the wins that those teams have are are most of the time against each against each other. Yeah. <laughs> so like the Wizards, right? The Wizards Detroit <laughs> Pistons game. The Wizards got a win in that, but that, that doesn't hold much value because they were going against the other really bad team. I mean, I'm trying to find. Uh, okay, here, here's a stat that I remember reading, so I found it. Charlotte. This is a couple of days old, so this is based on Friday, so uh, three days old. Entering Friday, Charlotte, Chicago, Washington, Detroit, San Antonio, Utah, Portland, and Memphis are combined 36 and 110 with an average score margin of minus 8.2. Sorry. uh, uh, 18 of their 36 wins have come against each other. So half of the wins that they have is Washington beating Detroit or San Antonio beating Utah or Utah beating Charlotte. They're not beating real cop. (laughs) Like that's don't, the, that's the crazy part. Don't leave out them two wins for the Spurs against the Suns. I uh, guess that's that's the exception. You know who the Pistons beat? And one of their wins? Who's that? Another bad team. The Bulls. Oh yeah. Was yeah, that they, at 50? Yeah. 50. <laughs> um against the competent 22, that's what they're calling it. The other 22 teams that are competing and stuff. These eight teams are combined 18 of, of 18 and 92. Damn. Memphis is 1 and 9 against those teams. Washington is 0 and 13. All of Washington's wins have come against these other bad teams. Detroit, 0-15. Damn. They beat the Bulls, and then they beat who else? Either way. Hornets. Hornets. Hornets, The the games that they've won have been against the other bad teams. Um, And then, like, Chicago, Charlotte, and Portland have wins against some of the other teams, but not many, obviously. So the bottom of the bottom is really bad, and those are the off days in the association right now. Right now. Because have you seen the Bulls without Zach LeBron? <laughs> I talked about that on my podcast. <laughs> I did too. I had to go in on that. But uh I hey the Wizards, you say that about the Wizards, they still better than the Pistons. They still better than the Pistons. On some real shit. And it's kind of be like, man, he just saying that. I went into that, I was watching that game like before I even started, I was like, the Washington Wizards just have a better team than the damn Pistons <laughs> right now. So I wasn't really surprised when they ended up winning that game. But oh, man, man, bro. Five billion dollars for that shit. Two, even if you, even if you go two billion dollars, two billion dollars for that shit. Plus, I get there, they trying to charge me thirty five dollars for parking and shit. Thirty five dollars for, for a beer. I was gonna say yeah, thirty five dollars for parking and then sixteen dollars for a fucking shot. 
Nine dollars for Tinder. <laughs> bro, when we went to that comedy thing, me and D Mills, D Mills paid forty dollars for a drink. What the fuck? Forty dollars. Yeah. Forty dollars. And it got he didn't (laughs) this is what happened because he said he wouldn't have bought it. But he asked for the drink. The 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 bartender made it. And then he said, I that'd be forty two dollars. <laughs> but since the drink was already made, made D Mills didn't want to say, like, no, 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 actually that's too much money. So he like pressured himself into buying it because well, I was like, You better than me. Cause that that liquor don't mean nothing to me. You know what I'm saying? Forty two. He better oh, put that to the side for somebody else to order that. Yeah, go to my seat. Tripping. Tripping. Uh anything else about last night's in season tournament games? No, I just can't wait for that shit to happen tonight. Your boys, both of y'all teams playing today. Not against each other, obviously, but mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, the only thoughts that I have, I would say, is that it, it definitely set the tone for the rest of the way. So anything that don't live True. up to that could definitely make it a little disappointing. I'm definitely like, EJ has a game today. At the game, I'll be I'll be tuning in. I'll have I'll be having sometimes a game on while I'm at the game. That's perfect, bro. Yeah, yeah. Because like I said, don't in these games with like. Nationally televised, all like lights on you, and this being the first one too. Nobody want to lose those games or just be like the person that stick out like Quentin Grimes, ready to play, baby. Either hitting four threes <laughs> or hitting zero. Come on, Quinn Grimes. Bleach Report put together an article that had a Demar Derozan New York Knicks trade because it was what every every in season tournament yeah. team how to get them oh, a dream trade. Did you see the trade? No, it was Demar Derozan going to New York. With Quentin Grimes, Evan Fournier, Jericho Sims, and that uh, Mavericks pick this top 10 protector for this year. And I put it on Twitter. That was like 0% chance this happens. But if as a Bulls fan, I fucking love this deal. Oh, yeah. And Pistons, not Pistons, and a couple Knicks fans was like, shit, the way Q Grimes been playing, we might we might be okay, be okay with it. I'm like, shit, send that my way. Fans, fans are so short-sighted. Send it my way. You feel me? Like, fans are so short-sighted. DeMar... Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle sounds so bad as a big three. You do. Send it my way. Some fans, I told you, they don't think about shit like that. It's just like, oh, Quentin Grimes ain't making shots. Fuck them. <laughs> stupid. Just stupid. I was going to say, Quentin Grimes be having them, like, he one of them dudes that stay out there because of that defensive effort, stupid, bro. Tomorrow ain't going to give you that. They need to figure out how to get that man into a rhythm. He is a shooter. He needs a rhythm. He has to make shots as well, but I don't put it all on shooters when they not getting certain touches throughout the floor of the game. He don't have a he doesn't have a guard that has Dimer Hall of Fame, and uh, he he seems like a player that might need that. He don't need Hall of Fame. And uh, Kobe White, um, oh he don't have Dimer. <laughs> he got a bronze. He was he was nominated for Player of the Week. Got a bronze like a motherfucker. Did y'all see that? We don't care about he, nominations. He, <laughs> he don't care. De'Aaron Fox in. Uh, who was it? I forget. Was it Tyrese? De'Aaron Fox in? I literally don't know. I seen D-Fox. De'Aaron Fox in. It's the Eastern Conference player. Oh, Tatum won player of the month. De'Aaron Fox uh, in. Dude had a 2020 game. Not Julius Randle. Julius fucking Randle. Ew. I ain't worried about Julius. Juju. He won player of the week? Julius Caesar. <laughs> they just be giving don't the call award him out. That. They just be giving the award out nowadays. I'll call him that. Why? Because he didn't need a different nickname. <laughs> uh, I like Julius Randle. Julie Juju. No, Julius Randle Hooper. Juju on that. Juju on, Juju that, on that beat. Juju on that three. <laughs> no. Juju on that three. Do y'all Juju as, as fans three. of teams that are playing tonight? Do y'all feel like stakes as like as fans? Uh, um, 
Not now, yeah. but maybe in the middle of the game, I will. Yeah, nah, yeah. For as like a fan, of like like I said, the Lakers they always start off slow, and I feel like they don't be feeling that pressure. Just like those nationally tell, or just like those immediate states games, they never come in there with like that sense well, of urgency. Not good. They are good. They are. Right. <laughs> but they they just never seem to have a sense of urgency, and that just always kind of worries yeah, me as a fan. Good teams normally don't. I mean, bad teams normally don't have a sense of urgency. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so who knows? But you never know. LeBron been going crazy in the in season tournament, so maybe he for real want this money. He all about a dollar. Yeah, it's been. He ain't no, he ain't no bitch either. You got to do this shit for less ain't. <laughs> you was crazy. Whatever you do, don't call that man no bitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Nah. Why? Why? Because it, yeah. it might be a highlight tape that put out of LeBron exposing me. It might go viral. What are you talking about? <laughs> what is he talking they about? They had that Darvin Ham, or not Darvin Ham, uh, of oh, Ime, Ime, Ime Udoka. Okay. They had all he the highlights of LeBron. Portland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It said oh, the average. It said that LeBron was averaging like thirty points against him, and it was like he was averaging. He like may two. only fucking played eleven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I say like he may fall. Like, yeah, like. But I'm saying, how can you average thirty points on somebody who's like a <laughs> a third unit they probably, guy? <laughs> he's not even second unit. He's a third unit guy. He don't even play enough to get eight points averaged on him. I thought that was hilarious, though, because it the, it is funny because he may be in a former player. Like he could, I think he's passable to talk trash to a, to LeBron specifically because they went against each other. Well, that's like if he was pocket. talking to Max Christie, like that's a problem yeah. to me. But like, yeah, like LeBron's at the age where a lot of these coaches are peers. Like Will Hardy is younger than him. He yeah. may play it against him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, Willie Green played against him. So what is Ime Udoka's career high in points? Twelve, seventeen, twenty-one. He first. Um, I don't, it, I don't see it, but uh-huh. he had a twenty-one point game in here. Okay, Eve, I see you, coach. Oh my God, he almost played for all of our favorite teams. He, didn't, he never played for the Knicks. Yes, he did. Oh, eight he games, did. eight games. He was there. He only played for the Lakers four games, but he was there. He suited up, and then he played for um, D Mills' Spurs, Portland. obviously, D-Mills and Portland. Portland. Oh my God, he needed to be a Bull, but he went to Spain. <laughs> He went to Portland I, I'm sure University. The Bulls offered him a, did he go to Portland University or something? He went to Portland State. Sure did. That's crazy. He's an Oregon boy. Yeah, he's an Oregon boy. Went to Jefferson in Portland. Born, raised in Portland. Only born in 77. That like that, like young coaches are young, man. Coaches are young. And the older coaches are still really good. Yeah. Some of Stop crying like bitches. How is that account getting the audio of every confrontation? You get it. Everything that happens on the court, that one, I don't know the name. I will get a shout out, but I don't remember the name. It's like Legends or something. NBA Legends Z. There you go. Um, Any on-course scuffle. Oh, Legends. (laughs) Legends (laughs) Z. It's like a space with a Z in one of his things, though. He just enhanced, you know, like the old, like the meme and and like tech dudes and movies. Enhance. Mm -hmm. He's enhancing that audio. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he gets everything And like At first I thought it was fake Not mm. the email one But it's like When I first saw The Legends account Pop on the timeline I thought that they was like Messing with the audio You know what I'm saying Just making up shit Them lips Is working yeah. I was gonna say I, I Are, are y'all good at re- And I talked about it In a fact way Because of that video yeah. Are y'all Y'all good at reading lips 
Not like no, this. No, no. Yeah, because I think like I've this. always seen clips where it's like they want to get the audio and you can kind of read their lips. And I'm like, I can't say, I can't understand shit I've they're had, saying. I've had clips where I put on Twitter like, I'm. This is what he's saying. Mm-hmm. I had the Scotty Barnes when it went viral. Yep, he was telling yep. uh, Quentin Grimes, "You're not that. Like, you, what was he saying? You're not him. You're not him. You're not him. Mm-hmm. So I can read lips, but this motherfucker, you have to. He had to rewind it. Go cut. Go get courtside clips from fans. I ain't going out my way to do that. Just stop crying like bitches, man. We all grown men. That bitch word ain't cool. Soft ass boy, stop bitching. Act like you're gonna do <laughs> <laughs> They had that. That shit like sound like some shit. that shit sound like something at the court. Yeah, yeah for yeah. real. Sound like a movie script too. You also saw that clip where it's just uh who was it, D Lo and LeBron and it was like they basically just talking about some shit that happened in the game and they're like Man, LeBron and D'Lo, they was arguing on the bench. Or they had got into an altercation on the bench. And it's basically just like me and you in the game. And I was like, bro, why didn't you slide over or nothing like that? And somebody's like, I could tell y'all just never, never hoop, play basketball. Never played basketball in y'all life. Some of some altercation. Jabari Smith Jr. and Alperen Shingun just did that recently. And, like, Jabari had to come to the podium and be like, man, y'all tripping. You know, that's my guy. We just, you know, it's on court stuff. It's like, yeah, shit is going to happen. You know how many times we've collectively yelled at each other on some on-court shit? We do it on pro-am. On we do that shit every night. <laughs> but it be the same way when you hooping. Would it be like we talking to D Mills? Like D Mills, why is you not? Why is you walking back on defense? We not about to fight D Mills over this shit. It blow we just, my mind with some of our teammates because they know they know I'm going to say something and they know I'm not going to shut like Kyron. Kyron at this point should know. Yeah, I'm on his ass when he ain't shooting a shot or whatever. So like at this point, you might as well shoot it. I was talking to Suzanne about this because we um. We go through, we go, and, and anytime I tell somebody this, like, especially the older people, they think something's wrong, but we go to therapy, right? I think it's just good to go to therapy. Um, that means that my relationship is in a bad spot, but some people just assume that. Um, and I was explaining to her through the terms of basketball in 2K, how to like talk to people and it's just to like, you know, they got the badges, pat my back, be real, yeah, shit like that. Like some people you have to coddle them when you're giving them criticism we've said Derek is a pat my back guy other people you could just say you you need to do this you need and they won't take it personally you know what i'm saying and i was explaining to her like you can't talk you can't address everybody exactly i don't know how she got to 27 without realizing this but you can't talk to everybody the exact same way because everybody interprets things differently and i just think it's funny that we look at some players some people like Kyron. Well, I feel like we can get on Kyron ass. For sure. Very straightforward with Kyron. He never going to take it personal. He never going to leave this court saying, I need new friends. Never. Because somebody has done that. Yeah. You can't do that with Tyler. Can't do that with Tyler. You got to coddle Tyler, you know? You or you got to kind of say it in a funny Jovatil tone. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, Kyron. He, he thought his dude was a slasher. <laughs> I'm telling him it's Bill weak, low key. <laughs> but it's like, I got to say it in a funny way. Because if I say, man, that weak ass Bill, don't. Mm-hmm. Somebody left the Discord, <laughs> but also you got to do that in like as, as coaches too. You got to know how to talk to your players, um, and I feel like the good coaches know exactly how to do that. How do you approach Mike? I feel like I could be straightforward with Mike. I'm pretty straightforward. He, I, the problem is though, he always gonna like push back on it regardless. Yeah, I, I got to be better at accepting criticism. Yeah, that's some person I got to work on. Yeah. Mike, why you ain't cut? Last time I cut, <laughs> motherfucker ain't pass me the ball. I always do got an excuse. <laughs> Mike, that was a crazy ass shot. Shit, I done seen y'all take some crazy ass <laughs> shots. That's like a prime That's Mike. 100%. He gonna deflect I the deflect. hell out of everything. <laughs> hell no. 
But no, I, I, I like the straightforward thing. I don't like when people like to be I like straightforward too. Yeah. I like straightforward. Even if you give pushback, it's cool, but I like straightforward. I like straightforward, but that don't mean I'm always like accept it. Dude. I would prefer that way than you like rubbing my back trying to you know, just say it and let me interpret it as That's I do. That's what I was gonna say, because I think then, that there's know. cases where it's like you somebody ever call your phone and they like, Hey, how you been? How you been? And they try to get their conversation and then it's by the way, you think you give me a ride to the airport this Saturday? <laughs> right. Bro, just come out and ask what you want. Right. I was talking to my producer, Greg, about this. Like, specifically when it comes to, like, work and content creation stuff, that is the one place I, I don't want anybody to sugarcoat shit. At the end of the day, I want to put together like the best product and, and everything. So as my producer, if you're seeing a segment that's not working, you don't have to tell me how to shift it. If it's bad... Tell me so we can scrap it, you know, because at the at that point it has no value, and it's kind of the way I think about everything content related. Um, especially, I mean, I think this podcast, like we keep talking about, um, how we're gonna elevate. Like we, the fans are waiting, right? You you gave that we're gonna get a new studio, so that's not secret. But like the idea is to elevate the podcast, and I think that's the next thing is like being able to, you know, figure out what works and what doesn't without mm-hmm. having to be like. Well, Mike, but I drop the mic is great. I'm not saying it's like for real, but well, like if drop the mic sucked, well, Mike, you know, drop the mic. It's like, it's, it's cool or whatever, but you might want to shift it. If it was bad, you'd be like, man, you got to. No, 100%. Well, even when we discussing in like the little group chat, it's like, what's the word tomorrow? Somebody say something. It's like, nah, that's not it. Like that's perfectly like putting in ideas in the chat is never like wrong. Cause it's just, yeah. We also don't. We also we also don't go in on nobody in the chat. Like that's work. Yeah, it ain't like pro am. Yeah. So like we like we can find something better. It ain't like that's man. Hell no, that was a stupid idea. Yeah, Why would you say no. that? Especially through text. I feel like certain things you just can't do through text. Yeah, that's it's one like, of those. No, we can, we can, we can find something that yeah. can be a little bit more attention. It's not that that's bad, but we can just find something that yeah. could be. Yeah, a little we can bit still more. do that idea, but we talking thumbnails uh, yeah. and pushes and stuff, yeah. titles. Um, I think at this point in our podcast career, nobody is throwing out just some absolute ludicrous, stupid ass idea. Yeah. Hey, what should we do tomorrow? We should pick our favorite jerseys. Like nobody, <laughs> nobody's saying no dumb shit. That's what I asked for for Christmas, by the way. What? A Laker jersey. Elena, you asked. Yeah, she asked me like what player. I just told her to make a rant, like surprise me, but make it current. She was. Oh, see, I, that's I, not fun. Why? I I wish you would have told. Speaking her, of jerseys, have a go get a DJ and Banga or so just some random. I Lakers said I'll just make a current because like she, I she don't watch basketball like that, so mm. she's looking at like Lakers players and she's like, "You want a Kobe Bryant one?" I was like, "Yeah, I I wanted a I want a Kobe Bryant one, but I want a current one because it's just like I want to be in that fandom hood. You know what I'm saying? Like so I wanna you go want to go to Max Christie jersey." Something of that nature. It could like be like that. Everybody, a typical person, just can't go. Right, there. right. Yeah. A fucking Vando jersey, some shit for like sure, that. For sure. And she was looking up there. She's like, "Do you want the Magic Johnson one?" I was like, "I ain't gonna be wearing no Magic Johnson one out here." Yeah. I feel. I be. I be feeling the same way. Like, I wanted a Quinn Grimes jersey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit would be, bro. You just not go typ- see it. it. Yeah, it ain't a typical thing. I feel you. I forgot. I forgot what I asked for from uh when it, when we got emailed about a jersey. I think I said, "Who did I say?" I, I said, "Uh, who?" I did say Jared Vanderbilt in that one. What are y'all talking about? We we supposed to be getting some jerseys. Do you From not who? remember? I think I said I want a shade and sharp. Oh yeah, that's dead. That shit happened like two three weeks ago. I don't think it's coming. Was it? I felt like it was two three months ago. That's the way <laughs> I felt. I got the date right in front of me. When was it? November eighth. Oh okay, so it wasn't too far away. Mm-mm. Well, almost a month though. Who y'all think Derek said? Mm. 
Dame? No. Yes. It was Dame? Yes. Damn. I don't even think you said it. Let me see. I don't think said. I did because I, I don't check my work email. You just said like bulls. Yeah. Because why would I? I yeah. You should have yeah. said Caruso. He might be gone by the time we get them damn jerseys. I'm a, yeah, yeah. You, I still got the one you gave me. The sound one. Is it a Bulls one or is it Lakers? It's a Bulls one. Oh. Yeah, and I got the Zach Levine shoe on top of my huh. for my video. You know what's funny? Look, look, let me show let me show you. I just got that a Zach Levine Donovan Mitchell shoe. <laughs> Bro, I just got another big ass shipment for them today. Look at these big ass boxes they, they left on my front step. Them bitches big. Might be some shoes again. I don't know. I I have an idea of what's in Bro, the Bro, I was trying box. to think to myself, because I really don't have no jerseys that I, I could wear. Should I keep this jersey to wear? But I also want to have like jerseys framed up, especially if it's Lakers jerseys and stuff like that. You telling me the one she's getting you? Yeah. Uh, it depends on who it is. You're not mm-hmm. gonna frame a Max Christie. That's true. Or D'Angelo Russell. You can have her get you one that you're wearing. You can get your own to frame up. Because I definitely want to start getting a bunch of ones to frame up. I think that's. <laughs> I think that's just dope. Yeah, I wanted to. Uh, when I got this shirt signed by Iris, and I gave it to my pops, but that was <clears> one that I framed up. Um. I'm mad I didn't take that Paul George jersey, but I felt like I was been too nervous to ask him. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm going to bring it on coming. And I, sure enough, everything lined up the way I wanted it to. I seen them. I was able to ask him a couple questions. We was right there. But I'm just like, man, this is not going to look good if I'm just like, hey, you think you can? <laughs> <laughs> I know this is media day, but you think you can sign this for me? Hell no. I'm in here glazing in front of the entire NBA media. It's sign this for me. <laughs> But yeah, um, communication is is definitely big. It's a little weird that the end season tournament is like the only thing happening. Terrence Ross retired. Oh, he did retire. Terrence Ross fucking retired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that to say like I'm. It's just shocking to me because it's just Terrence Ross. You feel me? Like yeah, man, I don't feel like Terrence but Ross. He is was talking about eight. it. He was talking about it on his stream. I think there was a clip out. He was like. There's a lot of guys in NBA that feel like they need to have like that 15 to 20 year try to do like go as long as they can, but at least like. Me, I done my part. Like I had a really good career. I made good money, and it's not like I splurge out here. Like he's like I stream. I don't got no fifteen chains on or nothing like that. Like I take care of my family. I'm good. So, so you know, he was making a lot of sense in how he felt about it. And he was talking about just like there's another chapter for him. Like after retiring, it's just not like he's just not there no more. It's like he's other stuff he gets to go into. What if Terrence Ross became the number one Twitch streamer? That would be, a be dope cool transition. The internet it's is so a, many athletes that stream nowadays. Though. It's so it's so many different things. It's funny because I'll be seeing certain athletes and they ain't got the numbers that I be having when I stream. Blake like Snell be streaming all day. Like ha like ha ha. You got a forty you know in vertical, seen? but you ain't got no no streaming skills. <laughs> I seen uh, Jalen Waddle. I think it was he had posted up. Uh, it was a clip of him, and I think it was Tyreek Hill or Tyreek, and they was going against each other in Fortnite. And I'm like, this nigga Jalen Waddle low key out here. He was on mouse and keyboard. He cranking out 90s. Oh, yeah. What's that? Oh, the I got a game. Oh. Okay. So that shit look fancy. A, don't week, it? a week ago, I ordered Illuminati's, and I I ordered a a deal. I did like a deal, and it's it came with like an extra large pizza with two toppings, some drinks, cookies, some wings, and it came with a game, deep dish dialogue. Mm. Illuminati's. Some of these are going to be really good questions. Some of these are going to be like some pizza related stuff. Uh, <laughs> if you had to choose only one type of pizza to eat for the rest of your life, which would it be? Um, One type of pizza, it would probably be traditional 
um, sausage cheese, you know, not deep dish, not thin crust, not four corners. Like just a normal traditional sausage cheese uh, pepper flakes. I would say thin pepper flake guy. Pepper flake guy. I like pepper flakes too. I say pepper flake also. Yeah, pepper flakes on my my. I'm a Parmesan. True. I ain't really with the pe- pepper flake. Um, not not Parmesan every time though. But the last couple times I eaten it, I needed some. I like the thin crust. I love a thin crust. Thin crust, a little cracker crust sometimes. Um, but I would go sausage and pepperoni. I'm mostly a sausage guy, but you know what I've been wanting and missing. Um, I've been really wanting New York pizza. I've been wanting a Sicilian slice of pizza. Like uh, we got really good pizza, but we don't have like thirty pizza stops on each corner. Like, like the York. only thing I remember when we went to about like New York pizza is when you had got if they got into it with that dude because he was talking about dude. putting pe- uh what was it sausage sausage on it, but it just looked like it was like the deli regular sausage. Right? Yeah, it was like yeah. deli meat sausage on there, and it looked like it was just pieces of ham on your on your pizza. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Man, this ain't no sausage." He's like. Yeah, it is. Right. Y'all just going back and forth. I thought that shit was hilarious. That was hilarious because he act. I, I, it, it ended up being <laughs> sausage, and KB convinced me to try, and it tastes just like sausage. It was regular. My only thing is, but dog, you know this ain't how sausage <laughs> really looks. So you know I'm kind of be caught up. Right. He act like that. he ain't know. You know, he act like this is a regular shit. Like, that is sausage. What do you mean? You had, you order sausage, I give you a sausage. I'm like, bro, <laughs> come on, bro. Pineapple on pizza, yay or nay? I'm, I'm personally yay. My pizza that I was going to say would be a customer. I, I don't know if they meant slice or whatever, but I would get a thin crust pizza. Are they all pizza related? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would not have brought this. would have been in this motherfucking dance. <laughs> I would not have brought this bitch if it was all pizza. But uh, I like pineapple on pizza. I like Italian beef pizza, and I like sausage pizza. I like pineapples um, pizza. I don't like the pineapple ham Hawaiian. I just like pineapple. I don't like pineapples <clears throat> in general. That's crazy. They 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 are too acidic. Dice pine. Yeah, you can't eat too many. You yeah, they're just too acidic. To too many, but they are good. I like pineapple flavor. <laughs> Dice pineapple. But I don't like my baby taste. Pineapple. So my mind. Pineapple drink. Yeah, pineapple drink ain't too bad. Just like apple drink, cause I ain't never had no apple juice. They got the uh, <laughs> Cecilia. Okay. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. What's the best way to reheat pizza leftovers? <laughs> hey, bro. In the air fryer. Skip, skip the rest of the pizza. <laughs> In the air fryer, though, for sure, 100%. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the air fryer. Okay, this is the last one. <laughs> if your personality were described as a pizza t- uh, topping, which would it be? Um, Jalapenos, because I'm spicy. You're actually not. <laughs> <laughs> you're so fucking mild. This yeah, you just you a straight cheese slice. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Have to um, get them on, get up on them. I like uh, I'm diced tomatoes. I'm versatile. Okay, versatile. I am. Um... <laughs> it's, it feels like we're doing an ad for a pizza company. It do. It does. Like a nice little pizza read. Go go to Lou Bonatti's where they have two pizzas for the price of one. I'm margarita. I'm fancy. I'm luxurious. I don't like margarita or whatever it is. Margarita pizza. Yeah. Um, if you could have any animal as a pet, safety would not be an issue. What would it be? An owl. That's got to be the most random shit ever. Bro, <laughs> what are, benefits? Please tell me. What benefits do any animal have? 
You get at least you get some company, or at least like they. You can don't do think you. an owl can be your companion? That motherfucker finna be who and who and who and at tw- at two in the morning. You finna, bro. How is that any different? So mad at that owl, it's not even finna be funny, bro. How is it any different than having like a parrot or something? They don't shut up either. I think that's the same thing. Well, eventually the same thing. I think owls are my favorite animals in the okay. animal kingdom, so that's why I picked it. Okay, I think they're just cool things mm-hmm. me and avery share that love of owls so i would pick an owl first maybe like an um i don't know i like, would pick a monkey what kind of monkey uh not like no big ass ape but i need like a little a little small monkey <laughs> the one that could at least like that motherfucker's could- gonna blow you because i've seen this shit your cat do <laughs> bro i seen a video somebody had a monkey in there in like their hotel room or some shit and that shit was broke everything so, but yeah, if it's you trained, worry about the behavior. If it's of, trained, though, was that part of it? I think you have to do the training. You're yeah. the owner. It's okay, like let if me you get a new dog. This. Let me rethink this. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of like small little four legged animals that are really tortoises cute. are really cool. I wouldn't, but you could tortoise. get a tortoise. Like that's not a crazy one. You can actually yeah, have tortoises I just went somewhere and they had them out. And tortoises are cool. Um, one of the cool animals too. They live forever, basically. What about a panda? Mm. They get too big. Your little ass apartment with a panda, bro. <laughs> I ain't got no bamboo in there. Yeah, you know how much they eat? See, yeah, you got you got to think about stuff like that, too. I don't know. I'm, I'm like animals, but I don't love animals enough yeah, to, I'm like, want animal. to have. Like, I have a, I have some dogs. Would you rather have a pause or rewind button in your life? A rewind button. That's an interesting question. I guess if, if you pause it, you can kind of give yourself time to handle the situation or do whatever. But if you rewind, you mm-hmm. already know. Wh- so much fun. Pause. No, nah, I want to rewind that shit, bro. I'm I'm trying to think of the benefits the, of both. That, that I, that's the question I can't answer. Like okay, a pause button. Does it stop shit, or you just sit in that moment? I feel like <laughs> you have to. I feel like you. You just you can move. Movie clip. You can move. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking the, about. The, the thing that I wanted to know when I for, like with the rewind button is like, do I rewind and know that I'm rewinding, or if I rewind, am I five and I'm five? I don't know what's going on. I feel like you probably keep your consciousness. Mm-hmm. So that's I, what I would expect I would because rewind. I would expect the remote to do like. Oh, I guess the shit is off a of click, but it's, it affects everything but you. You know what I'm saying? Like you're doing it with the world. I would rewind then. I'm. That's a little scary, man. Both ways are scary. Go back and see some Like a pause button. Okay, the benefits of a pause button is like, damn, I need to make a decision right now. But well, you're a minute like man, so you'll be able to stretch that for, for Suzanne to look. I don't even know ten, if I would want to do that. A little 10-minute man. Pause it. She not even moving or nothing. You just going. <laughs> but when you, when you press play again, she like, ooh, what's gotten into you? <laughs> what was, never mind. You remember the haunted house? That scene? Yeah, she's like, Marcus, did you grow? Did you get bigger? <laughs> because of, yeah. Yeah. Um, that shit would hurt my feelings if that was my wife. I feel like the pause button is more nefarious, so I would stay away from it. It's what? More nefarious. Like, you do... It's like being invisible. Like, if somebody say they want their uh, thing to be invisible, you a freak. Yeah. You pause, you just gonna be... You like, you... Most people not using that for good. Sneaking into the ladies' locker room. Right, exactly. Shit. And then getting out of... Rewinding? I, f- I feel like it's unhealthy to be able to rewind. Yeah, you're right. You would just go... You kind of would take. You would never make a real decision in your life. You would always make a decision. Rewind. Did I make the right one? Go do the other. Did I make the right one? Do you get to undo it though, or you just rewind it? It's your life, so you don't get to rewind and say, "I ain't meeting you." 
But you just I thought that was part like part no, of yeah, the because like, like, if you're going back in time, then that time never you know happened or whatever. Oh, so you build it, your new future. I thought it was to re-experience. Like when you rewatch a movie, you don't change the movie. You just rewatch that part. Yeah, because if that's the case, neither I would just stay away from both them. I see. What if you I'm rewinded just to live the same shit, I'm I'm okay. I thought like I, when I first saw, I was like. I, I rewind to, you know, see people who pass away. The the pause button can save your life, right? Um, but also the rewind button could. If you're in the car and about to hit somebody, hit the rewind real quick and I'm switching to the other lane now. You could be a fucking hero. Yeah. Hey, y'all. A nigga like me would lose that remote. They found <laughs> <laughs> like, that was like my Roku remote. Put that bitch on a necklace or something. For real. Never lose it. What's the best? You could real life be a superhero. Yeah. I know be- that this is about to happen. I'm going to yeah. prevent it, but you won't get the credit because people don't know this is about to happen. You know what I mean? But it's so gonna like, be suspicious yeah, if you telling people that like they gonna be like he's, they, a, he's a part. Of yeah, yeah, they he's, gonna blow up the bank at twelve o'clock. Like, no, I was they gonna be like, like, how the fuck did you know that? Yeah. I would be like, dude, we gotta get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received, and who dished it out? Why quit today when you can keep? Why quit today when you can win tomorrow? Is that gambling advice? No. That sounds like gambling advice. Why quit today when tomorrow could be the day I win? (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know if I've ever got one piece of advice that like was my, like it changed my philosophies on things. No, I, I don't know if this is kind of like equates, but when I'm kind of like in that like type of mental state or like I feel down a little bit. I always go on like Reddit and I kind of look at other people's problems and everything. And I kind of like use that to like not compare, but it's just like, I'm not the only one going through a problem or it's like, I'm not the only one that's like affected or anything. Like this is a worldwide thing. Mm-hmm. I feel up. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, advice in general. I yeah, just don't yeah. know people you're giving get the, out advice. Cause you get the best advice from people that's kind of gone through it or at least got that experience yeah. too. You're not going to get the best advice from a 13-year-old you know dude. You what? The best advice I've ever received is the cliche shit. And it hit me when I got older and grown that that's why it's cliche. It's cliche because it's so truthful and it's so real that you can't help yourself but to hear it a million times or to repeat it. Uh, you never know what you got till it's gone. Cliche. Oh, everything true. is true. True. Uh, don't take... Uh, don't take shit for granted you heard that a gazillion times but it's the truest shit in the world you know the, the most cliche shit that you hear constantly from your grandparents then your parents get older and they start repeating it the next thing you know you got a younger sibling or a child of your own and you find yourself repeating the same shit that your grandparents and parents and uncles and aunts told you and then your kids is gonna get older and then they gonna repeat it it's because the shit is true it's the realest shit ever. That's why it's so cliche. So it's like everybody be trying to not say things because like, oh, this is cliche. You heard it a thousand times. But no, I'm going to keep repeating the shit because it's the realest shit ever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. the, the best advice is the most cliche shit that not only did I like I, who dish it out the world. I hear it every I hear it all the time. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Outside of your family, who do you look up to? Outside of your family? It's tough. This is a tough question. It's really tough. I think we said it before, like, I feel like it's not just one person, but I like to, like, take pieces from people, whether, like, they are they have a mindset about a certain situation or anything like that. I kind of, like, adopt those, you know? If I can really fuck with it and I understand it and it makes really good sense to me, I would have probably, like, adopt that or take that type of influence and kind of incorporate it into me. 
I've, yeah, that's not because I think that once you hit a certain age, looking up to someone just is a little bit different than when you were younger. And I feel like we're all at that age. Like the people that I admire or, or I guess you would say look up to are people that I personally know, but not as a, not like I look up to my dad, but not 100 percent of him, you know, like his work ethic here or this part of him here. So it's when I was younger and it was like easier for me to look up to people. That might be the better question. Like I, I really enjoyed like the philosophies of like Donald Glover. I think y'all knew that where like he you couldn't tie him down to being an artist or a comedian or an actor. Um, but now as almost 30 years old, I can't say I look up to, Don, you know what I'm saying? I don't look up to Donald Glover. And yeah. I don't even know if I've watched his last three different things he's produced, you know? But at one point, that was the guy that was like, man, I, remember I refuse we, to be just one thing. I remember when we talked about, like, one of his first stand-ups he did. At least, like, the bigger ones when he was at Home Depot with, yeah. I guess, his friend. That, his fit was so, that blue V-neck. is When are you in a blue V-neck? Like, bro, you have a, yeah. your own special and you pull up in a blue V-neck? I mean, that's his style, though. I mean, that is his I style. Guess. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's really hard because you say outside of your family. I look up and admire people. Um, the older I got, the more I realized, like, yeah, you have these people that you, as like you said, as a kid that you think you idolize. Like, oh, man, Kobe's my idol. But what I started to realize when I got older is, like, no, like, my parents are who I idolize because I get to see my parents, like, in adversity when shit oh, is sure, hard. When you don't know those famous figures or whoever you're mm-hmm. seeing. You don't know how they are. You know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, I, I, I look up to this person. You, they could be fucking disrespectful to their mama. Yeah. I don't look up to nobody that disrespect their mom. You know what I'm saying? They might be a horrible father. You, mm-hmm. you don't know them in their real life. You just know what we see in a movie, a commercial, a, a basketball game. So and more and more, we're realizing that a lot of those people, famous people, who have you know skeletons in their closet that eventually come out. So I, I would always tell people, don't don't be don't be looking up to people you don't actually know. Don't take, be sending take, LeBron no happy birthday, Bron, to no, that's DM. Different. That's you can do that. You can do that. <laughs> don't be telling uh, what's his name, fucking Chris Brown, happy birthday, Chris Brown. <laughs> Them niggas do not know you, <laughs> but they'll never know you if you don't shoot your shot. Uh oh, I guess maybe. What if you sent Bron a DM, happy birthday, Bron? He and he replied, love through the wire. You would never know that <laughs> if you didn't DM him. You know what's funny? Yes, I got to DM him after this. <laughs> you know how many players. We know that watch the show, but never would tell us. Never would tell interviewed us. Them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Jordan Hawkins was not on our list to interview. He was in the hallway. I think we walked past a couple times. I said what up to again Anthony Black, and then I saw John. I'm like, oh, what up, bro? I love your game. And we didn't know he. But then the lady came in like, like hell yeah, we take Jordan Hawkins. We, we they made us put a list together, but we would have interviewed all of these yep. guys. He came in, man. Yeah, I be watching y'all shit. Nigga, you just seen us in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like you know. um, what are three things that scare you? Not knowing. I also think that with younger players, they're so young and new that they might be like, do they do they know me? You know what I'm saying? They they ain't like superstars yet, so they probably. But yeah, what are three things that scare you? Not knowing, you said. Yeah, I feel like that's very common, but it's just like I feel like I'm a very anxious person, and that kind of like it just irks me sometimes. Um. You said three f- things you're scared of? That scare you, yep. Um, family member loss. Uh, I know. I got to think about the third one. I want to make it a good one. You're not afraid of a lion being in your bathroom? That's the give or take shit. Oh, okay. Of course, I'm, first of all, <laughs> it's not even you just scared. You're literally in danger. <laughs> uh, most of my fears are attached to fatherhood. 
Um, oh, yeah. Well, like yesterday. Rightfully so. Avery scratched the cornea of her eye, right? Like, but we didn't see it happen. All we see is she walked towards us. Both of her, her the one eye she scratches puffed up. The other eye is is crying too because you know once you she hit hurt. your eye, yeah, both. Yeah. But she also was doing this blinking thing because her eyes hurt, and they were drooped and every like so without us knowing, I immediately think because I've heard horror stories about like kids and seizures, I immediately mm. think that something like that is happening. Where I grab her, and I I, I like yell Su- Suzanne call nine one one because again I didn't see her cut her eye, right? So now. This is a, a, a situation that as a parent, you never think about, right? You know it's a possibility, but you don't think about it because this is your baby. You watch the, you know, incubate for nine months and then you watch them for have a long. And I'm like, fuck. If something happened to this, this like, girl, like, my life will be over, you know? Yeah, I think it's different, but I feel a lot of the same ways for, like, my sister is a lot of my motivation and everything because, like, I want to see her grow up and I want to be, like, obviously a big part of, just her life mm. and it's just like man i've just like it feels like just yesterday he was a little baby but now at times i told you she broke her arm not too long ago yeah. and it's like for me it's like she a little kid that broke her arm for her it's like that shit don't matter i'm gonna i'm gonna jump off the couch yeah i'm gonna run around the house like i'm gonna do all this so it's like it's crazy how tough they get too my you know my life had always just been that forever like, I didn't think about what happens after me. Like, when I, if I pass away 100%. suddenly, like, that was nothing I even cared about. But the moment that Avery came into this world, all of the other stuff, it's, I mean, it started to matter. So it's like life insurance policies. It's, it's they this. They say your life don't start till you have a kid. Yeah. And I think that, I think that really is true because your priorities shift completely. Cause I think that I was just living in this world as Kenny Beecham. And now it's, it's a lot more. Yeah. Than yeah. Cause Absolutely. I always thought about it as like, I was the only child too and it's just like a lot of times you are not necessarily alone but you're by yourself and like you usually feel like you know you have yourself but once you get to that point it's just like all that shit's like this person just depends on me like for like for everything you know what's funny I just got an email and I would just kind of correlate to it but like what's you you have what's the name of your doctor you have like a direct doctor or you just go I have a direct doctor yeah okay so like I don't have I don't have a direct doctor Mm-hmm. My mom had been telling me I need to get one or whatever. Yeah. And um I got I just got an email and dude was like one of the questions like what's your direct doctor? I'm like, I don't have but to hear you say that, like, yeah. If I I guarantee you if I had three kids or some shit, we the whole family probably have My mom was doing my my mom was making my doctor's appointment for like probably the last oh, until like two years ago. So. For real, yeah. So yeah, like I, all that I'm type a, stuff. I'm a um I got a code, go get it, yeah. cool, whatever. But yeah. I have a physician. I have an optometrist. I have oh, a well, dermatologist. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a um, d- dermatologist. Like I have, <laughs> like a person for everything. And traditionally, that wasn't the case. It was the same way. Like, shit, I'm sick. Let me go to the hospital or the doctor. I didn't have a guy, but now I have a genuine primary care doctor. Who, when you think about it, this motherfucker got two thousand patients for sure. And part of being a doctor is like caring. But you can't convince me that you actually care about two thousand people. My mom told me I need to get a doctor because I'm not. I don't like the doctor. Nothing against them; they do a wonderful job. But I, it's something about the doctor that I don't really like. I always feel like it's some bad shit. See, that's get a we, we got it. My parents are like the two. I have spent the last couple of years trying to get them away from that mindset. You have to get away, especially from in their age. It's not like they're hundred, but like you know, 
shout out to my parents, they don't live like a super healthy lifestyle. So it's important yeah. for them to get their yearly checkups and it that was is. type of shit that they weren't doing. And I think majority of people, and maybe not majority of people, the people that I know to have this just have the fear of like, man, if I go in, I'm never coming out. No, sure. yeah, or you're going to hear some shit you don't want to hear. Yeah. And I didn't know what I would rather know. Yeah, 100% because a lot of those cases, like, it's better that we catch it early and we prevent it or stop it but from you, it going on and getting worse. You know what's also crazy and what I've been trying to tell myself? It's like, majority of the times you go, it don't be nothing. You happy you went because they end up telling you something like, oh, yeah, you got No, it's a lot of times, yeah. It's like, how many times have you really went and you didn't go? Yeah. None, obviously, because yeah. you're right, still right. here. So, you know what I'm saying? But it, I think... You know, when I was a kid, I was a, like I was a young kid. My grandpa died, and the last couple of times I seen him was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if like, like subconsciously that tied into my brain because I, I I'm sure it did. I've yeah. never had no bad experience. But I I barely get a bloody. I've never really even had a bloody nose. The worst thing that happened to me, I tore a tendon in my ankle from playing basketball. Mm-hmm. I never had a broken bone. Never had you know nothing crazy. So I don't really have no reason to not fuck with the doctor. Every time I go to the doctor, oh, you're 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 a healthy guy, you're good, but um, but it's still kind of just like you go in that motherfucker, and then my dad, one of my homies, got shot. As y'all know, I went to go visit him when he got shot. It's 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 a lady walking for the first time, crying. It's just so much shit. And I'm just like, I'm not a, I'm a happy go lucky type of guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not really. I don't watch scary movies. <laughs> I'm not trying to watch. Uh, I, I don't watch fucking um. Gray's Anatomy. Right, I yeah. don't want to see that sad. I'm not that type of person. So. Hospitals just have a bad feel to them. I remember. Well, first of all, I'm gonna say this too because it's like I think this is like goes with it. It's just most of the time when you are going to the hospital, it's probably for a negative reason. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you're already you're going. Broken arm. You're already going there with like a bad, just like bad mental state. And it's just like now you see all this other shit going on. I remember my mom had surgery and she was in the hospital for a couple of days. And I went to go visit her and everything. And and this shit was late as hell at night too. Like uh, I think it was uh, like nighttime because nobody was in the hospital. And it's just like me walking down the hallways and all you hear is the beep. Beep. And it's just like, it feels like a scary movie. Yeah. I would I, say for the people at home, get your yearly checkups, get your lab work, just just in case. Oh, that lab work for Bro, sure. Yeah. I, I would COVID, also say. And I had to be secluded, obviously, to, real quarantine, you know. Um, and um, they had to, they had to, something was wrong with me after it. I was getting extremely lightheaded. My head was just feeling weird. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they ran a test or whatever. And, um, I didn't have enough uh, vitamin D because mm. I was secluded. I, my basement literally don't have no window. It had like a little window, so I'm not getting nothing. <laughs> and then I'm, they like, yeah. So we had some orange juice. Right. Here's another thing. <laughs> Here's a $2,000 fee for that. So uh, here's another thing where I'm like, man, what's wrong? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, And they go and they like, yeah, you, you just basically had enough sunlight. Take these uh, vitamin Ds, do this, do that. And I'm like, mm. oh, see, that wasn't that bad. But yeah, I, that. but that's why I my mom was telling me, you know, I got to find me a, a direct doctor who understand yeah. that about me and can make my experience I would say better. for those two that are able to, because not every kid can just up and change their doctor. But if you really feel that way, try a different one. My dad, and this is a little different because it's dental, but bro, my whole life, my dad did not say one good thing about the dentist. Like he would always complain about it. He was hating it. He went to one day. He changed his dentist one day 
And I, I swear, he came back. He would not shut the fuck up about the dentist, bro. He was like, man, I'm finna get everybody on a family plan here. He said, I'm finna go every day. I'm finna go for my six months. I'm like, bro. Is, it lo- is that a local spot? It was a local spot, too. And I'm like, dog, this dentist, this one, I got to meet go? him. I don't, I uh, never went. How local we talk? You ain't got to say the place, but like, we um, know it. I don't know if you would know it, but you definitely drove around the area. Okay. I wonder if it's the dentist I used to go to. It's on 75th, if that says anything. Even though it's big as hell. Right. Okay. But. Uh, okay. Is it a? Is it two people? Like the name? I don't even know. What oh, okay. it, it's. I could tell you the location. Yeah. I never walked in there. And it, okay. Um. No, but yeah, I think that's good advice. I think that's good advice. You know, you fast about it makes you comfortable, and you can open up your reasons to why you don't like it. Whether you know, even if it's like the dentist, hey, I'm just scared, and they can you know help soothe. Because a lot of that type of shit, if you don't explain it, they don't know, so they think you're just another patient or person. Bro, I seen this one meme, and they like, yeah, 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 do this, get the fuck out. But if they do know, they may be more caring. Bro, I know for sure my doctor doesn't know care. I'm not that he doesn't care. That's that's a stretch. But like, I know that he's reading the same excerpt about me every time he walks in. Kenny, how's the season going? Like, I know you didn't keep up that I watch basketball, motherfucker. Yeah. You know? And he always gave me some small talk about MJ versus LeBron. Like, it's the same spiel every time. And, again, I can't fault him. He's seeing so many patients every single day. I don't expect him to specifically cater to me 100%. I just want the motherfucker to do his job. And he's nice. do, he does that well. Hey, so. but at least that little bit, if it can work, it will change the experience. Right, maybe true. a person like that for maybe needs that like to that be warm. Yeah, maybe that yeah. will work for me. Right, right, right. If I feel like you give me the same spiel, it take my mind off it a little bit. I'm getting a little distracted. Yeah. Before I know it, I'm talking about basketball. And he done did his checks, and I'm out this bitch. Like oh, I didn't even realize you did your shit. Right. Yeah. No, I go. I go. Y'all know me. I go to the doctor quick. Motherfucker. I'm on. You know, like I got. He was coughing up blood. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have lab work on Thursday. Just lab work, because I have ethnic low white blood cell count. Most of us might not most of us. About half of black men have it. Um, so you might have it, not even know. But like it's something that they went to the they doctor, monitor. I think earlier this year, I scratched the inside of my ear. But we, went, we went to uh, this is when this is last All Star. We went. We remember the Metro thing. We sat on the Metro thing. My ears was fucked up from that. The po- remember Metro performed. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, dead ass, dead ass. Yeah, was ringing. Yeah, and I'd be having like little shit in my ear. So sometimes I do this. And I get real long nails, so I end up scratching my ear, and it was bleeding on the inside. I didn't know, but my ear was ringing. So one day I wash my face, I clean my ears. Blood was on the towel. I'm like, bro, what the fuck happened for this metro thing? <laughs> so I had to go, and it ended up being just a scratch, though. But no, I, yeah, I, I've done that too before because I I had scabs in my ear, or yeah, like yeah. a small scab, yeah. and I just just yeah. scratched it off, and it started bleeding. I'm like, damn. But see, I didn't know that, so I'm thinking that my ear ringing and it's bleeding. I'm like, oh, Bro, no, I forgot. I forgot all about that metro shit. We were watching metro. I left that, bro, because it was so loud. I, and I we were right the by the room. speakers too. And I remember right we were speakers. we had got off and we were leaving. I remember I googled like how long for your ears to stop ringing, bro. Because it was that's how bad it was. Yes, my shit was ringing for like the next four days. Yeah, I was just sitting there for like a couple hours. But yeah, bro, I, I definitely was like, oh my gosh, man, I'm my ear bleed open and I ain't going to another custody. <laughs> <laughs> what celebrity or historical figure would you want to share a pizza with? Share a pizza with? Pizza. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Dave Chappelle. I'm trying to think. Drewski. <laughs> I would eat my I just pizza. Some funny ass conversation. I would eat my pizza with Jesus, Kobe, and Nas. Yeah. <laughs> What a table. 
Matter of fact, we gotta have a woman in there. Um, Cami off Catfish. I'm put in there. Forty Queen Latifah. Um, what woman would I want in there? I don't Whatever know. Van over there Speaking of some heat Hillary Hillary from Fresh Prince Oh or, okay Or Francesca from The Nanny <laughs> Yeah You know what Jesus Kobe Me Fran on my side With Hillary on the left mm-hmm. We just stuck it out Give me Gandalf the Grey at my table too <laughs> Funny <laughs> Hell no, that's like the picture where it be the lunch table. They be the most random people. Hey, uh, sir. Oh, the HOH is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Who are you eating Thanksgiving with? And it's seven table, different tables yeah, and random people crazy. on there. If y'all don't post some damn basketball highlights. <laughs> um, hey, waiter. Your yeah, friend and Hillary want to eat their shit with silverware. They ain't from Chicago. Eat this with a fork and a knife. If you could get out of any house chore, which would it be? Dishes. This is probably the, the good answer. That's I just don't really have also many house because I sound like I've yeah I don't have no lawn to mow or nothing like that. If I'm had to mow my lawn, yeah, I'll do dishes. Before. I feel like that shit might be not too bad either. I mean, if it's like a scorching hot day, but it's like I, I feel like to. it could be kind of like decent if you got like you mowing your John lawn, you got your little what? You got the John Deere or you got the old fashioned? I got the old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have to do that when I was a kid. That shit, I hated that. Yeah, no, I used to do it too. Today, so we had like a lawn and shit. And then one of my neighbors had a service come out, and I and the guy was like, "You need your lawn cut?" I'm like, "How much is it?" He said, fifteen dollars a week." Wait, what? Start now, motherfucker. $15 a week. He do front, he do back, he pick, he pick up leaves, yeah. sticks. He, I guess his thinking is if I do everybody in this little, little town, I'll stack up. Bro, I just know if it's who else doing 15, if I went around that neighborhood. Crazy, bro. If I went around that neighborhood, I was like, I'll do your lawn. And he seen me, he might be out, he might be down to fight, bro. Yeah. But That's I, I, t- I tip him. I don't pay him exactly 15 a week. But he, I'm not going his, his rates I didn't try to bargain him down He said 15 a week Come come over the line a grown I would have told his ass Hell yeah It's a full told, company I would have oh, told shit. his ass <laughs> He would have said 15 I'm like 14 <laughs> 14 <laughs> He probably like that 14, 50 is crazy yeah. What's your dream job? Pod, uh, podcast and content creation NBA player <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be an NBA? This, me this is my dream. This is kind of my dream mm-hmm. job, but I would love to also. I ain't gonna lie. I'd be, I'd be a little envious of people who be doing dumb ass streams and get this. Oh, like a Twitch, like a full time Twitch. Like Aiden Ross will be doing that. I know he had to grind and work his way up, but mm-hmm. I'd love to just be able to be like, yeah. Today we, today we finna go see what Kyron doing at Walmart and <laughs> two hundred thousand people watch. Yeah, uh, the thing is, that's such a taxing job. Because those guys, again, they work their way up there, obviously. But, like, even at their peaks, they're still streaming seven, eight hours a day, trying to do, like, like for example, um, Kaisenet is a good example of this, where we do, like, run of shows and shit. He does that as well with his streams. Mm-hmm. Like, it might not feel like that, but he has See, his he time no choice at out. one point. But, it's he he got, but he got the real, real streaming. That's why I said, yeah. like, Aiden Raw Sneaker. They not doing it. They don't have no run of show. They can't convince. Yeah, probably not. They can't convince. They might just be like, oh, I got a guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would be thinking. They got a guess. 
Now I do feel you that you do have to. People don't realize you got to plan. You got to know what you're doing. Unless you're doing like a gaming stream, which is just like you're gonna game. Like you don't that need could, extra when stuff. When he had the whole month shit, he never like he had a day for everything. Every day, Kai? Kai, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, you had to at that point. But he's had a lot of times where he didn't stream for like a good amount of hours. So you got yeah. to, bro. Yeah. Or even like Dave Portnoy, he got the uh, the pizza review shit, where it's just like fuck it, I'm just gonna eat some pizza. And I know he got a whole bar stool or whatever that he sold, but. Like they sold Derek, and bought back, didn't he? If, bought it back for a dollar. If Derek do, like, imagine what Derek do, but it's just like he makes a shitload of money with the food shit. That would be mm-hmm. dope for D Mills. Yeah. I watched this video yesterday, and I don't really. I mean, D Mills probably like the only food Frog reviews I wear. Shit, that's not even a video. I seen a little clip on need Instagram. This I need a doctor. <laughs> I'll text it right now. Hey, Doctor Ben, man, my back hurt. We go to that chiropractor. Don't go to no chiropractor. No, because your ass had to go. You still have to go every Thursday. I still. <laughs> Really, really believe that chiropractors are a fucking scam, and nobody's gonna be able to tell me otherwise. What is he doing? Cracking if you if back? you got into a car accident, yo yo, you your neck was messed up. They gonna tell you to go to a chiropractor. Of course, they gonna tell. They're gonna tell me to do a lot of shit. I don't even know. I don't even know how true that is. I yeah, think they exactly. might exactly. They gonna tell you to top take some Percocets too. <laughs> and before you know, it, you got a fucking drug habit. I think that they're gonna tell you to go to physical therapy before they tell you to go to a chiropractor. I feel, I feel like even those like they have some practices of like. I don't even know how to word to say chiropractory or whatever. Like, I feel like they have those same practices at physical therapy. But physical therapists actually like know what they're doing. You ever had to go to physical therapy? No, I should. Though. Legit. I've I been went to physical therapy me. for my ankle. Made me pick up marbles with my toes. They hooked me up to. <laughs> um, Let's go. What do they call that shit? They hooked me up to a machine. I had you know when they look movies, people be hooked up to wires and stuff. They had me on that, but for my ankle, it was that was that was like this is. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I was in high school. Um, oh, yeah. This is Loyola. But this is like next level. This is advanced at the time. And they were sending shocks and shit to the nerves of my ankle, and I just lay down in the dark. Bro, that was a vibe. <laughs> I wish I had that shit in my crib. Um, If money and time were not an issue, what would you want to be your next vacation to be? Money and time? Not an issue? Not an issue. Hey, on some real shit, I've seen a lot of like, it's going to sound stupid, I was on my desktop, and you know how it just shows a random picture for place? For sure. <clears throat> it showed this beautiful-ass, like, garden in Japan. And I was like, I kind of want to experience that, bro. Like, that, like the fucking scenery and everything like that. I was like, bro, this shit looks like a, like a cartoon. Would you, I would, I would, I would, I would go, go to a lot of different places. My thing is what I'm going to eat. I'm going to pick you. I accept that. Oh, I can I'll eat food it. in Japan. That is the one reason why I haven't traveled abroad. Because I just... My dietary restrictions, I just don't even want to go through the research and say and figure mm. out if it's anything. I know I do good in France. <laughs> Pasta, pizza, French fries. <laughs> Be good. One of the things I would do, like I, I saw a video on Twitter yesterday, I think. The gets. Where somebody opened up the door to their hotel room and it was like on the water. Like there was actually no like glass really, which I won't do. But like, like the Maldives or like one of those places, like uh, an island and, and beaches. Yeah, that that's Turks the type of shit. Because like I feel song. like I've done, we've done big cities, we've done, but we haven't been like remote. And I feel like that's what I would want to do. Like crazy. That's what you. That's how you know what Turks and Caicos is. Yeah, yeah that's song. crazy. Uh, <laughs> Santorini, Greece looks beautiful too. Um, Turks and Caicos. Oh no, this place is yeah 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 something like this something like this. Motherfuckers is, are riding horses in the water. Like, it's beautiful. You can see through yeah. the water type shit. Um, if money... See, my Turks and Caicos is Miami. Wait <laughs> till 2025. Uh, what you mean? GTA. Nigga, 
<laughs> Are we going in March? Yeah. Uh, no. If Mon- yeah, okay. Would you rather listen to the same to the same one song for the rest of your life, or not listen to music at all for the rest of your life? Not listen to music. That one song. But one song. What would the song be? Song. I don't know, but I love music so much to not have it at all. I'd rather just listen to that one song. It don't mean I got to listen to it every day. I'll just for listen sure. to it today. Take a couple of days um, off. <laughs> uh, what would the song I'm gonna be? I'm going to pick the song Sunshine by Love Flip. What the fuck's this crazy? Oh, my gosh. That's my crazy. favorite song. So why are you going to be mad at me for being my favorite song? Are you, you trolling? Talk about no, that's literally one of my Sunshine favorite songs all the time. I've never heard Flip. you talk about Lil Flip ever. I mean, that's the only really song. Yeah, it's the only song. I'm thinking about Game Over now. Oh, Game Over. Flip, yeah, yeah. Lil Flip got (laughs) a couple of them. Lil Uh, Flip, Sunshine. I'm sorry. I got. I got to. I got to hear too. You heard that song a million times. Okay, yeah. I just. I never. I really thought about the name of it. I didn't know this was Lil Flip. I didn't know this was Lil Flip either. All right, this is a good song. This is a good song. I ain't mad at you no more. You thought I was gonna be on that Game Over. Flip, flip. Well, I don't listen to music often. I'm like, if I'm in my car, I'm listening to like a podcast more likely than yeah, I, I It'd be some Nas song. Uh, whose world is this? KB definitely picking some. Watching Gandhi to them charge, riding in my book of rhymes, all the See, words I would, past the I would, If I was going to pick something, I would pick driving. something that's like some lo-fi type shit. Mm-hmm. Mechanical movement, understandable smooth shit that murderers move with the thief thing. Play me at night, they won't act right. Do y'all see that new Drewski skit? Like, yeah, the, the demonic rap. No, I didn't do that one too. That's with crazy. The Bama, shit? the Bama shit, bro. That is. <laughs> I gotta so watch crazy. it, bro. I keep seeing the clips, but I've been just skimming past it, bro. Bro, it makes no he. I cannot say this about a lot of like comedians or people on social media. He has no misses. No, not a single skit have I, has got me through the whole thing you know without laughing. Crazy? That's my friend. <laughs> that's, that's my friend, bro. We follow each other on Insta. I see that. I we see ran into each other. And he remembered me. <laughs> we friends. All right. I have. I For seen. Real? I can text him right now. You want something? He ain't got shit out. He probably got you one of the most lady? used like clips right now. <laughs> you, where it's just like he. I'm finna stand on business. Standing on business took over the internet for like a month. <laughs> he just straw just said. I'm, he did like yeah. what yeah. you say. Yeah, it's still there. That's my friend really like that's crazy. I got successful friends. He is crazy. Um how were you a good friend this week? Speaking of friend. I was a good friend because I supported Drewski. I like <laughs> when Derek was sick, I texted him every you day. Yeah, check on him. Yeah. Uh, seeing if he needed anything because his his girlfriend and kid were gone to get them away from the, the COVID and stuff. So I was just trying to check up on him because I know like being secluded while sick is like the worst possible thing. You know, so I was like, man, you need anything? I drop it off. Every time he said no, but, you know, I'm down the street from him and I was willing to seriously drop shit off. I don't do that, like, that fake type shit. You're like, you need it, you need anything? Just let me know. Like, I, when I say that type of shit, I mean it because I don't like say it often. I, like, know? when I asked you, I was like, um, you were about to go somewhere and I was like, should I, you want me to go with you? And he was like, yeah, for real, for real. So you're going to really come? And I was like, what time you leave it out in the morning again? <laughs> Where was I going? I you know what's crazy? When we, be I was going to Detroit or like India. Yeah, I was Detroit, driving Detroit, somewhere. Detroit. I was driving somewhere. You know, when we be meeting people, we be meeting famous people, and like they be saying that, and we always say to each other like, "All right, all right, all right." me if you need. Anything. I just did. I did a shoot with some people um, at Nike. At Nike, they were like, "Yeah, if you ever need anything, let me know." All right, <laughs> I'm a test that shit. Ring back. We used to work with Kareem. Kareem at uh, House Highlights. He said that when he went to Nike. You need anything, man? Let me know. Let me get in there for. Ah, right, it's been a couple years. Yeah, it's been I a, a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute since he left. Check up on that order. We supposed to be getting. <laughs> <laughs> you must come up. 
you must come up with a fourth item for rock, paper, scissors. What is it? What is it defeat and what does it lose to? Skip that one. I don't know. What I would say Glock. Uh, no, nah, I would say like um, fire. Would that make sense? No, because rock, paper, and scissors is like item. Well, what, fire item. would fire would, would take be, out paper. Yeah, it would wouldn't do anything to rock. Mm-mm. And for scissors, it don't really do anything either. You know, mm. it just heats up the scissors. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, melts yeah. the it could melt the scissors, yeah. or the scissors could cut the lighter. I was a motherfucker to <laughs> say, <laughs> cut the lighter. God. Come on, bro. He's not playing rock, paper, scissors. God. What are your goals for tomorrow, next month, and this year? Ooh. I like that. You're getting deep, baby. I like that one. Uh, my goals for tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my goal for a lot of December is to like just spam content because the ad really? revenue is super high. Um, so spam content. You said tomorrow, next this month, next month in the year? Yeah. Uh, next month is the new year. Um. I want I want our show to hit the next level again, grow it bigger than it's ever been. I think that's like my overall goal from this show and like my personal podcast. Like those are my two top priorities. But over the last couple of years, one of the things that's been super important to me is to make sure that everybody around me is good, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's one thing I'm going to focus on. Like like Pierre's been on his shit with the YouTube stuff. But if he wasn't, I was going to be on his ass about uploading, right? Mm-hmm. You've been on your shit with the streaming. If you was, I was going to be on your ass about streaming. Same thing with Emilio. He got the Sick, excuse now because yeah. he got the baby and the sickness. But, like, I want to make sure that everybody's, like, it's so much money in social media. I want everybody to eat. Mm-hmm. Even, if, even if, like, on a small, very smaller scale, like, obviously everybody's not going to eat a full portion. But at this point, the based on what we do and the amount of time we allocate to what we do, there's no excuse for us not to be able to, well, we're, we're all doing it, but produce extra content because right. it's just not passive income because you're still working, but it's extra income on top of the salaries that we make from doing this. So mm-hmm. um, I would say my goal for tomorrow is to keep, because I want to do an ox battle on Saturday before like the, the game, the game goes on. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to get that as organized as I can. I already got people that want to do it. It's just like what I want to do for the categories and all that. So I'm going to focus on that next month. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm gonna be one of them people. I ain't been to the gym in a long time, or like just mm-hmm. I, I want to try to get back, you know, active and everything like that. So I'm gonna get a membership. Honestly, I might not do export, bro. I think part of the reason I you, stopped hooping so much like, is because it's one fucking oh, gore. No, I wanna I wanna do everything, but it's just like you know, hooping is part of it. Oh yeah, that's yeah. What I'm, I'm looking forward to that like crazy. No, I want to hoop too. That's I literally too. no excuse. It's right yeah. there at work. I want to be more active it's for free. sure. It's close. It they never has looked packed. Every like I haven't seen a soul in there when nope. we've gone. Um, so yeah, that that lines up, man. My goal is for tomorrow. I want to record two videos. I would like to record two videos. I did the podcast yesterday. Um, I want to react to the tournament games in a video today, potentially. Um, but if I do or don't tomorrow, I want to do two because yeah, I've been going crazy with the content, and it feel good to be acknowledged. KB acknowledged it. I went to my mama crib. She acknowledged. She's like, man, I seen the comments. Well, somebody said Bro, they think they you got a baby you? on the way. <laughs> does it irritate you? Have you ever? I think you said this before. You walked into your mama house and it's like they got your video playing up on the TV. Listen, that's the. I'd be like, bro, why is y'all doing that? At Thanksgiving, my yeah. uncle Chris. As pl- I'm hearing myself, I'm like, why am I hearing myself? He's playing an Illinois freestyle, <laughs> and he's showing my sister. It's like <laughs> an interview with me and Hayes, and we rap at the end. This is like some years ago. 
I'm like, dog, I appreciate it. I don't want to <laughs> hear myself right now. Yeah. And I damn sure don't want to hear myself rapping. Yeah. And I know my sister on Thanksgiving don't really give a fuck. She's just like, oh, yeah. But she don't really give a fuck. So yeah. please turn it off. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> like, he said, please turn it off. And then my goals for next year. My goal for next year is to continue my consistency on my pod, uh, on uh, YouTube and a podcast. Like what they, what you get in now, I don't want people to acknowledge it. I want it to be the standard. So people ain't got to be like, man, you grinding. You going crazy. <laughs> no, nah, that's just normally what he do. Right. Um, I also want to tidy up on my business shit, have everything in place, and uh, and do what we were talking about. Make sure I have a doctor, a legit dentist. Bro, you know, that's another doctor. thing, and this is like very I took loose. a step in the right direction. I got my insurance. Yeah, uh, no, insurance. yeah. That is, I just got not Not, not insurance. I, I got life insurance. I, I've always had insurance. Mm. I got a life for shit. Mike's like, man, I just got Blue Cross Blue Shield finally. No, I, I, mean, I just got my shit. Living. I, I just got it. my shit back. <laughs> but I'm, I feel like I want to continue. I feel like this year was a good step in terms of like, especially after I moved out too, it's like continue to grow up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's like for a long yeah. time, I felt like even though I was 24, 20, I felt like a big ass kid. Yeah. But it's some shit you just like, you like, man, I'm actually doing this adult and shit. You know, I got to take care of all this. Like I, I, it's funny to, it's like, it's, cool to embrace too you know for sure that's why i was saying like the 30 going into your 30s kind of feel like 20s in a sense because like i think when you go into your 20s that's don't let the young be, kids hear that that's supposed to be quote unquote growing up but i mm. feel like our generation is getting younger and younger we're like yeah people ain't really leaving the crib <clears throat> until they 25 26 mm-hmm. people you know you still using your mom to help you get go make a doctor's appointment while you're 25 but like Shit, when you think about when up. our parents was young, who pay at twenty five, my pay mom your cell had two phone kids. bill. My dad still pay my phone bill. But think about your parents at your age. Yeah, yeah. Like my parents, yeah, we just talked about that. Yeah. yeah, they was doing a damn thing. Yeah, yeah. My, Biggie age, and Tupac, my parents had me. My dad had three kids already by the time he was twenty seven. Yeah, he had three of them. Biggie and Tupac was like twenty five and twenty six on top of the fucking world. Like they was real young. Yeah, I'm got my mom at twenty six. Actually, booking my appointment for the doctor. <laughs> so I'm like, can she come with me? <laughs> so yeah i do agree mike it, it's it, to grow up but yeah um i definitely want to get my business shit going though too um so yeah and i want to hit the gym and to have a to, to to be able to have that man i might hey i might be really losing that touch on that gym bro for the kyron was like a week ago he's like mike you trying to go to the gym oh, he keeps saying it. and i'm like bro i ain't been to a minute but if kyron trying to give me the I'll, gym i might be slacking bro we, we should take kyron off on his offer because he has been saying it a lot yeah he has and my boy needs to be in the gym uh if you had to describe each family member using just one word what would it be i would say use your household you know what i'm saying we got a lot of family members right i don't need kb telling man yeah uh see my cousin, uh, no, Avery, Suzanne, and the dogs, if you want. Elena, your sister, cousin, whatever. Um, to describe my household, I would always say, well, I'll start off with my parents' house. I always feel like they're, they're very frugal. Mm-hmm. Like, my parents really, like, growing up, they really didn't have much money on like that, so they always had that same thing, which is like, we finna go to the dollar store for this toilet paper because it's just cheap. Like they they live like that, and it's just like I feel like that's kind of like how they are, and I think that kind of like represents them, not in a bad way, but Is it's that just how like you are. I no nah, not I feel like part of it yes because I seen it and it's like I understand man if I you know just get the fucking non brand ones I could save fifty dollars on my groceries or whatever. But it's also like some shit is just like better with the name brand. It's like some shit yeah. you have to pay for the quality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
So I feel like I got the balance off of it. I feel like I got a lot of balance off my parents, you know? I feel like I was, like, receptive of what I kind of, like, not what they did wrong, but what I thought they could do better or just, like, a different idea uh, along with the same shit that I was like, man, I wouldn't have known what to do if I didn't, you know, learn this from them. For me, Susanna's I. That would be the word I use to describe it. Yes, yeah. I, um, Avery's everything, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I like, get it, though. That's why I need to talk. I haven't really talked to D. Mills about fatherhood yet. Because I, I think I mentioned this before. I don't know if it was on the podcast or on Discord, but not every guy has the immediate spark to their newborn. Some people, it takes time to get to know the baby. But, like, for Avery, when she popped out, everything's you know what i'm saying like my mental chemistry just changed and it doesn't happen to everybody right it might take them a month a couple weeks and maybe a couple just a couple days for them to realize okay this is my kid and she's my everything and i want to know how the transition was for Derek. like did it happen immediately when because when, he told the story of like hearing her cry before seeing her and like how his brain lit up that way um but my word for avery is everything honestly i'm not that's a very good pick Hey, I told her yesterday, I'll put a nigga in the dirt for you. <laughs> he was and you lying? I was not lying. I was not lying. He would be saying that loosely. Yeah, I, I was not lying. What's your favorite family tradition? We don't have one, man. That's what I'm trying to build with my, like the family I'm building. It's like we need something. <laughs> the family I'm building, like as a team. <laughs> you know, we don't got that ain't even funny. We, we don't got, got no point, tradition brother. either. We don't got no tradition either. Yeah, we don't really have a tradition. Yeah. I would say it was more so the one tradition I think me and my family do have is when it's somebody's birthday, we do something. We go out to eat or do something. You know what I'm saying? Well, I would say my family did get together a little bit more when like my grandparents or both my grandmas were alive. But after that, they were, I feel like they was kind of keeping each other together. Mm-hmm. But after that, nobody just people do their own thing. That happens in our family too. Our uncle Nuke passed away, and he was like the glue in our family to make sure everybody attended everything. And since then, since he passed, it's like all over the place. Yeah, we gonna have three meetings as a family the whole year. It's like when Nuke was there, man, everybody was seeing each other every day almost. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I understand that. I think every family needs like a glue person to keep everything straight. Um, but building the tradition is something I want to do for sure. Even some something small. Christmas Day, we do it differently. We do something differently about Christmas Day. Like when I was a kid, I guess the Friendsgiving is something. Oh yeah, true. We've done Friendsgiving every year for the past couple when we can. Like I remember one year when I was a shorty, I didn't open Christmas gifts. My dad spent the whole night before that setting everything up, batteries, taking that thing out. So I came downstairs or went upstairs, I guess, because we was living in the basement, and all the toys were just there. The wrestling man was already in corners. Well, I ain't had to do nothing but play. And I think that's kind of cool, but also I can see people that's like, no, I enjoy the surprise element. Yes. So I, I guess we'll have to wait to see where Avery's mindset is when she's old enough to like. Are you going to do the one? My parents would always let me do one gift. You know, oh, like, like the day before? At like, like midnight or something. And I could open the rest in the morning. And that was also because, you know, I kept asking, can I open the present? <laughs> right, so, but yeah. eventually they would let me. I yeah. get my one present to open at midnight. I don't mind that. My, oh, when, when I move with my dad, we start to do like stockings. Like Christmas yep, Eve, my mom does there's a bunch yep. of like candies and like yep. the smaller gifts in there. That was always cool. I remember yeah. getting like a Polaroid camera one year and the whole Christmas I was snapping, you know, pictures. So I like that as a tradition, too, that I might try to incorporate. If you could have any superpower, what would it be and how would you use it? Time travel. Or to fly. The same, uh, time travel. Time travel or to fly. You know how good that would be? Oh, we got a show in Denver. All right. 
Oh, you mean teleportation there? Oh yeah, well yeah. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Teleport. I, yeah, yeah. I like teleportation too. Because the whole part that I hate about travel is to tra- is to travel is to get into the airport. Oh and shit! Down. I forgot. I forgot my. Uh, you ain't really got to care about packing. I forgot these shoes. Whoop! These- yep. I don't like this fit no more. Whoop! Yep. I'm back at the crib. Let me take this with me. Yeah, that's probably mine too. Oh no, no, no! Extreme accuracy is always going to be my answer. My answer used to be to have every superpower. <laughs> that land, that land, lucky <laughs> stuff. But that extra—that's like the what extra you, wishes. Yeah, I'm asking for extra wishes. If you could deliver, no, never mind. That was a piece of. If you could deliver lose to anyone in the world, who would it be, and who would you send it to? Who cares? That's I know who I want. I know who I want. Oh, deliver oh great first uh, front step. Ding dong. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. It'd be there in a heartbeat. Do you know how extreme accuracy can change my life right now? Mm, give me an example. I'm a content creator. Creator League? They giving out hundred thousand oh, okay, dollar checks, yeah. motherfucker. I would sit at half court okay. and just see. Shoot. I be thinking about the list shit too. It's just like I have a fucking I don't know. I have like a little penny or some shit, and I could flick it at the light and then turn off, so I don't got to get up. You know? Yeah. I mean, I that's flick a, it up, that's just flick the TV thing. off. Yeah. I would. Uh, yeah, I would do that. But is that only it, for like? Stuff that's, I guess, like physical. I kind of cheat when I say what everything. So if you ask me a question, I'll be extremely accurate with answering it. Okay, so like yeah, my yeah, mind yeah. is an encyclopedia. It's cheating, mm-hmm. but we're talking about superpowers anyway. Let me cheat. Remember when I think it was Meg or Family Guy? Her superpower was to have her nails grow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like I like those episodes that are not um, like Treehouse of Horror from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Type shit like there was the one superpower episode where Bart got the stretchy ability, and then Lisa got superpower or super strength and shit. Like that stuff was fun. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Just growing your fingernails at will is funny because then Peter get to like change into any animal that he wanted. So he was a dinosaur. At I one think point. he could. He was like a something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He did. He did. Um, we appreciate y'all watching or listening to this episode of Through Hopefully the Wire. Hopefully, the next episode, you got D Mills. Hopefully, we might not see him to Jan 9th or something. I don't know the way he been out. Uh, we'll see y'all on the next episode. Peace.